Merriweather, quickly, it's nearly time. Now then, are we ready? Oh, uh, yes, dear. Uh, almost. <laughs> oh, I know it's here somewhere. Oh, Fauna, not your wand again. You know we'll need all three wands. This is going to take a lot of magic. Oh, I found it, Flora. Good. Now, Merryweather, shall we? Wands up. All together now. May the festivities begin. Welcome to a new live episode of the DLP Report podcast. We are um, still here. We have not moved for a week, and um, I'm saying that quite literally. Uh, but um, everyone, is, everyone is still here at the same place. Um, I, we have uh, Jeff from uh, uh, DLP Town Square. I almost forgot. Hello. And still sitting in the same place. The yeah. Same place. <laughs> Hopefully you've moved it's a little bit since last week. You've, yeah, it is later at time now, so we're good. Yeah, um, and uh, Richie from uh, Richie Disney. Hey, Hello, are you, are you here? He's here. Okay, good. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just coming back from work. Actually, uh, it's quite um, yeah interesting that you uh, are one of the few to go into work. Yeah, literally twenty minutes ago, half half work. Um, is is Elliot on the line? No, he's not here. Yes. No. Oh, he's here. Okay, hey, Elliot. <laughs> I mean, we could just well, ignore him. I finished, I, I finished my ad workout in time for you guys. Like, you said, yourself lucky. I know, we're like yelling at you and you were just doing your abs. Um, and, and David, <laughs> for no reason. David from uh, David at Disney or David at home. Hi, David. Hi. Um, and uh, we also have Patrick, who's uh, going to be your game master tonight for a second segment, which is going to be a GLP quiz. Hey, Patrick. Hi, nope. complete the sausage fest. It's me. How are you? <laughs> we should have. I, didn't we say last? Didn't we say last week that we should have more girls? That's true, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah, and then we didn't. <laughs> well, it's because it's mainly because we're very well organized, which usually is, um, you know, uh, struggling to have the <laughs> the script, <laughs> struggling to have the script and the music in order, like the afternoon of, and then uh, basically just getting on the air. Uh, so we should start. We should start with a news segment just to get it out of the way because I think everyone's just tired of listening about you know hearing about this, but. Um, uh, thank you, Disneyland Paris, for dropping news on the day of our show. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did a good news dump today. That's good. Today was a good news day. Yeah, you know, it's not every day that well, you actually get to... Day, but it was a good news dump day. Yes. <laughs> well, it was necessary because, let's face it, today is, what, March 30th, 
And the last announcement was that the park was going to be closed until March 31st or even 30th, right? Today? Tomorrow? I don't know. Um, yeah. Something needed to be said, obviously. Uh, so the sad news is that Marvel season um, is canceled. Oh. It was going to happen. <laughs> now, you know, Marvel season is what it is. I think over the years they've done a decent job at, you know, uh, trying to create magic with not much because it, I feel like it's... Yeah, and I get... Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard when you don't have any themed infrastructure for the mm. license that you're trying to make a season for, you know? <laughs> just a, just a few oh, million pound theatre. <laughs> don't you can't do the cough joke because you know <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah go back in your buckets Elliot uh, but yeah I mean you know studio theater is not really a Marvel attraction and there's just no Marvel attraction anywhere even the meet and greets are just kind of like made for the season I feel like Star Wars has it a little bit easier when they have Star Tours and wonderful hyperspace mountain um, a little bit of eliminations of course don't forget of course. None of which are in the park yeah. where it's held. Eliminations <laughs> 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 on the program as part of Legends of the Force and Frozen Celebration. Yeah. Anything. You know, and it's funny because also in the summer it's part of the Lion King and Jungle Festival as well. <laughs> <laughs> so why not? Oh. Um, you know, marketing needs to eat, I always say that. They need to they need, they need stuff to say. Um, and, um, I mean, so I feel like Marvel, it was always really hard because you're in production courtyard, which is kind of like a dis- disjointed, weird Disney channel meets Hollywood meets just, I don't know, pavement. Uh, and you try yeah, to make this sort of like giving it quite a lot of credit. It's like an empty concrete place. Exactly. It's a blank, uh, blank canvas. <laughs> okay. that's quite like a lot in the wrong way <laughs> it's even more depressing than a blank canvas <laughs> like... it's a very poetic way to say it David. I mean, <laughs> it's a parking lot uh, and so you know uh, Marvel United I think had all the best intentions uh, but never really sort of landed flat mm-hmm. I mean yes it did it, it was flat I don't know um, the costumes were great I think there was there was tons of good ideas, maybe too many good ideas, and a lot of them were really hard to do technically. But and they, so... I think the main problem with the show is they tried to make it half comic book style and half MCU style, and it just didn't work. Yeah, you know? and I mean, do you remember the first season? Like the show had to uh, evacuate basically every every day one, like half, every half, half of the performance were being evacuated because well, something was going wrong do you, do you remember we were at that press event for the the launch and yeah. we didn't even get the full show with the, like the full effects and things uh, oh yeah we didn't get the two flying shows thing. that evening the first show had everything the second show didn't I remember talking to people who'd seen the first show and they went oh yeah did you see like all of the drones flying around was like what drones? <laughs> yeah. Um, That's so, funny yeah. because the press, the press event the year after that, me and Ben wrote it broke as well. 
<laughs> oh yeah, but there was, uh, me, me and Jack <laughs> were watching the Marvel, like the Guardians of the Galaxy. We were like, it should have come out by now. And we were like, and then they started the, the dance off on time, and suddenly a thousand people were coming out of this theater, like as this tiny dance off was trying to go on. Oh boy. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, that was a smart idea. To watch yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, in the end. They, I think they try to do the best they could. Um, hopefully, that doesn't scare them for doing technically complex show in the future. But yeah, it was it was a bit too ambitious, I think. Uh, but in any case, it was still a fun season for the two seasons that it ran. Yeah. Is it two or three? Two, two. Um, two. Yeah. And and you know they've had a good run. Now I think we can safely say that this is it, because you know. Yeah. Hopefully next yeah, year we'll it. have Avengers Campus. Wow. Maybe not in the spring, but hopefully maybe in the summer, summer, maybe in the fall. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Christmas at Avengers Campus. I don't know. I feel like it, I feel I feel be... like it would be like a like a midsummer maybe because I don't know rumors like May June or something. I think mm. I think look, you've still got a year. There's there is time to catch up. Yeah, they can like it depends if they want to catch up or they don't. Right, and I mean, I mean, it's available. They do, uh, they need to market something. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's but definitely sure, going to launch. I'm sure they can make it happen if they want to. Yeah. Cohen is asking, do I, I know just... if Hotel New York opening would be delayed? Well, we don't, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, it was yes, the answer. I think they were. I think they were already struggling to make June fifteen, and they weren't going to open the entire hotel. And now with the delay, like there's no way they're going to make June fifteen. I think this is like, yeah. this is going to be like August September again. I feel like all the yeah. all this everything is going to be moved to late yeah. spring to early fall or something like a few months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I, not. Maybe they'll surprise probably... us. You don't know. Yeah, and I think like I, it's hard as it is to kind of say that, and like, you know, it's honest. I think everything in the summer might move. I think we're still yeah. in that kind of situation. Yeah, hundred percent. So, um, the other event that's happening soon-ish is uh, <laughs> Pride, oh, no. and so, <laughs> um, yeah, waiting, waiting. I yeah, it's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be tough to to plan because people are just not at work, and uh, I mean they're at home. They, you need to be in the parks to start planning that kind of stuff. I think from like live events perspective, and also the artists. Mm-hmm. Like, are the artists going to be available in June to do a, a crowded live show on Central Plaza? I don't know. No. Um, and also from ticket sale point of view, who is going to who is going to buy a Pride ticket now or Next and, month, and you know, or you, even you mentioned the crowded Central Plaza. We're now kind of in this weird condition where we are staying two meters apart from everyone, and we're being told that anyone can spread this thing. Are we going to, in the space of two months, just drop all that and go? All right, great. I'm going to stand in a, a crowded plaza again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I no, think that's not me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. David's staying in Scotland. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's tough, like, you know, and I don't know, like, when are people going to start buying concert tickets and, and big event tickets mm-hmm. and all that? So so it looks like Pride. I mean, also, I think, you know, it, 
and it's not a criticism, but I feel like the the whole you know pandemic is just a very easy um, a way to get out of all the things they don't want to do. And if economically the party is not selling well, it's definitely not going to sell any better in April or May because you know it, obviously no one is going to start planning trips now. Um, so it would be an easy you know way out for them to just cancel it and like cut the losses because at this point I think there's only been some like internal planning so. Yeah, sad times. Maybe next year. Maybe there's the Electroland down the line as well, which feels like it could be safer, but might suffer the same problems. Yeah. Mm, I, I mean, I like, are you, are you going to like book a Eurostar right now for any date? Because I, I wouldn't yeah. book a Eurostar right now for any date. I wouldn't yeah. book a hotel for like I'm any date right now. Yeah, right yeah, now I've, I've got, got, yeah. we are right planning. Now, I've got any flights booked or anything like that. I just I've got loads of credit and I'm just holding off even for like September, October, November. Um I don't feel comfortable booking anything like until I know at least the smallest bit more information at the moment at the moment, like Yeah. But I have booked for New Year's Eve, but mm. I also booked New Year's Eve on, on Jeff's advice because I got like a round trip for literally like fifty quid. <laughs> On oh, yeah, they're still selling those, by the way. If people are listening like live, I think you've got until tomorrow. EasyJet are having a pretty big sale for the autumn winter dates this year. So it's like £26 each way or something to go to Paris. Yeah, um, and I got like £55 return for New Year's. Yeah. That's pretty insane. Yeah. They're paying you to use the airline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. Um, and Megan is saying, would it be feasible to open the parks but cancel the big events like Pride Electroland? I think, I think definitely. I think the yeah, parks are the parks are going to maybe run like I vanilla for a few months. But yeah, but there are as many but people I, in a normal day, right, as there are on Electroland night. But I think yeah. partially hmm. the problem will be planning the yeah. logistics. Mm. Like if you want to watch, really like difficult to plan it. If you want to watch, like the Jive. In July, the pubs packed for that yeah, every single show. Yeah, it's the right, but but so is Stars on Parade, and so is Eliminations. So are we going to cancel mm-hmm. like Parade Elimination again for months after this, even if the parks are open? Parade's know. more Parade's more spread out though. Like we've got, we've got people along the route. Yeah, but people know. still crowd around. It, it doesn't make any yeah. difference. At least now they have an excuse to close the hub. Sorry. I'm just, oh, just snap! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Patrick's silent but deadly. all along. The show's on the hub and you can all stand at the gazebo and watch it. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, all those questions are going to be, you know, all those things are going to have to be, I don't know, um, discussed, I guess. Slowly at, answered yeah. over the course of the next two months. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you will get your answer in the little pop-up on the top of the window when you go to DisneylandParis.com. If you click more information, <laughs> it will be the 16th paragraph down the page to the right <laughs> in small characters. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> It's like uh, the yeah. news they don't want to break. It's just like, let's just hide this down here. Exactly. You have to go through like like five pages of like booking cancellation policy and all the stuff. And then they'd be like, by the way, my world is cancelled and we'll just tell you when we open. 
<laughs> anyway, it's so true. <laughs> it's just a classic. Uh, but I mean, you know, I don't, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I guess if you put it there, uh, you have less risk of having a big media blitz than if you do a press release. I guess. I'm just going to go to the Marvel season of superheroes page. Let's see if they put anything on it. Oh, I, at this morning, you still have like the correct date. <laughs> Uh, no, it's still running if you go to the website. Yeah. I don't think they're doing this to be stupid, though. I just, I just genuinely don't think it's feasible. Like, say everyone can go back to work in May. Like, these shows take three to four weeks to rehearse. Like, they haven't been rehearsing on FaceTime. Like, no, so even that's... if, like, they're not going to run the show for a week. No. Well, are you talking about Marvel or are you talking about Jungle? Some of the, some, some of the Facebook parents are not okay with that. <laughs> Well, it's probably going to be closed for basically the entire duration anyway. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see, I could see the parks reopening like late May, early June in like a vanilla version for the whole month, and then maybe Lion King and Jungle will hopefully start end of June, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So stay at home, people, so we can I have Lion King and Jungle. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. less hopeful for that. I'm not going to lie. All yeah. bets are off right now. <laughs> Yeah. No one knows. They probably don't even know themselves. Like, oh my gosh, no. Well, they don't. They don't because, you know, obviously even like, you know, WHO doesn't know themselves. Like, it's just like the yeah. situation is so fluid. We don't know, like, we don't know if there's going to be any kind of medicine, if there's going to be any, you know, what progress or anything. How, like, you know, the measures are working and, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so we'll oh. see. Um, in Paris, that's, that's is, how we became a health podcast. <laughs> on the list on the list of things that I thought we'd be discussing on the podcast this year, this was definitely nuts. I have a really good name. It could be it could be E ninety Who. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 oh? The views of Richie Disney are the individual only are not shared by those. <laughs> <laughs> You know that Mariah Carey gif, I don't know her. That's yeah. <laughs> that's my face. Um, so there's another one. There's another show. <laughs> there's another show that we haven't. I'll just, I'll just beep all this in the replay. No, I'm kidding. Um, there's another show that we haven't talked about is uh, uh, Studio D. Uh, I forget the name. Uh, Dream Factory is supposed to start April 25th oh, yeah. or 30th or something. End of April. Spoiler. It is. It is definitely. It is definitely going to be, be quiet, uh, sure. postponed for sure. Because same, you need to have the performers come in and all the Disney friends, and um, they're back home right now. They're back yeah. home. Uh, they're back home making TikToks and playing Animal Crossing, so they can't rehearse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am I not. I, this delay, this delay I'm not thinking of anyone in particular. <laughs> oh, sure, 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 John. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, I guess that's also a show that's going to be um, delayed as well. But maybe, maybe the show will start when the parks open. If the parks open early June, then maybe. Nah. Um, this show is new so they have to w- workshop it first so they don't even know what the final show is so they have to like put that together before teaching it to every single Disney friend who's on the show so this one will mm. take even longer yeah mm. good times probably looking um, like autumn 
Oh god. Yeah. And and what's gonna happen to Cars Cars Road Trip? <laughs> if can we cancel that one? Nothing. And that's good. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, can we cancel that one? It, it would just be like. <laughs> I, my, oh, my, my ultimate prayer is that I steal the construction staff and put them on the Avengers campus and then just like forget about it. Like I think that's a good re- end result for everyone. I know. Yeah. And I, I mean, if there's one thing you can blame this whole mess, you know, it's it's the cancellation of Cars Road Trip. That'd be that'd be such a good fit. Because um, hey, if the, if that, the would be, that would make it all summer, worth it. There's, there's no capacity worries <laughs> that you'll need your car to traction for. So you know, who needs uh. it? Exactly, because people aren't going to be coming as much, so they don't need the extra capacity. You can just shelve it. Like, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm fine pretending it never existed. It's okay. Won't be mad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> since maybe, maybe they'll do the same thing for Star Wars Land. So, might as well. <laughs> so, get ready. Oh my God. <laughs> one, day, one day they're going to share a brand new concept art of the studio's expansion, and it's going to be everything except Star Wars Land, and no one's going to say anything. It's just going to be like, who? Oh. Um, a lot of a lot of green. And then we'll be so, like, wait, what happened to that? Oh yeah, they should do a they should do a Walt Disney Studio. One of my favorite uh, gifts ever. Um, they should build yeah, they should um Eduardo because I need to quote people who say things and not take the ideas on my own. Uh, Eduardo says, cancel cars and build Walt Disney Studio to showcase instead. That would be a fun idea. Yes. I've always wanted yes. a showcase with like like an Epcot style, you know, with like projections and like 3D maps and stuff yeah. and whatever. Or you could do like the Blue Sky Cellar and make it about something that's yeah. coming and then just color. don't change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of sad because that's such, like a really nice display in DC, but it's like horrifically outdated now. The weird thing about that is, though, it's right across mm. the entrance from Avengers Campus. Why yeah, haven't they I done something with it? I don't know why. Because uh-huh. in the lead up to Pixar Pier, that place was like so fun to go hang out with and like read everything for all the concepts. And it's kind because of still... The truth, the, the, yeah. the truth is that their Avengers Campus is going to be a little, 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 tiny, bitty land. They're probably not that much to it. I mean, it's a small there. land, but like I think there's enough content in there to create a blue sky somewhere out of it, to be fair. I mean, like, there's going to be enough concepts was... and stuff. Pixar was literally putting some signs on a boardwalk. <laughs> yeah, li- yeah. There's less content True. on Pixar here. Like it's just. So they could have the huge model, which was like quite impressive. Yeah. And yeah. you like you walk into Pixar Pier, it's like here's a rendering of a roller coaster. Enjoy watching it. Oh, by the way, you've already ridden it. <laughs> yeah, you just wrote it. Five minutes <laughs> and it was- here's all, here's all the stuff we wanted to do but had no budget for. <laughs> yeah, but literally. There's like the intricate intricate designs for intricate coaster that never happened. Yeah. yeah, but they have the cookie num nums, so everything is for is forgiven. Everything's okay. Yeah, makes it um, happen. <laughs> angry dog, angry hot dogs, whatever it was. Oh, oh yeah, the angry, angry dogs, dogs are brilliant with the sriracha um, ketchup. Yep. Yeah. But going back to Paris uh, Avengers Campus, you know the stuff that we've seen in the permits is uh, created just for the permits, and it's really ugly and really bare bones. But yeah. apparently, from what I've heard. Uh, people who have seen the actual concepts and the actual renderings uh, are saying that it's going to be very detailed and, um, and to the level of a Galaxy's Edge. So I did not say this. Mm. I was told this. Um, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see so. about that post-corona. Yeah. Mm. 
No, I, I expect know. I feel... this is the this is the way they're going for now. They're going for like smaller but like hyper immersive lands. So if you look at things like Pandora and stuff like that, yeah. the actual yeah. footfall area of Pandora is it's tiny. It's so small. It tricks it you into thinking it's bigger, but it's it's yeah. tiny. Um, yeah. But it's just so immersive and so much detail put in there that you sort of forgive it for being so small. Um, and I think that's what we're going to be looking at with Marvel. I think I think uh, small land, but loads of cool stuff to look at. I, th- I think uh, Frozen Land is and Marvel because we're quite yeah. Well, a lot of the Marvel yeah. stuff already exists. Um, yeah, I think they'll be really good. I, 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 yeah. I genuinely I be still believe yeah, yeah. they're going to be great. I think we'll have the best Avengers campus in the world. Yes. <laughs> I mean, let's see. Well, I yeah. Not in terms. I feel like I feel like not in terms of attraction because they're already getting the giant Avengers oh, ticket before I mean, us. Do you think that's going to happen anytime soon in the yes. US? Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll yeah. And the US, yeah. Has done so. very well for the company. Yeah. Absolutely. The coronavirus happened. Yeah, yeah, but they but... need to make money. So how would you make money? You open new e-tickets. Yeah, you market the hell out of it. Uh-huh. I guess. I guess there are two approaches. Still best. Yeah. Well, hopefully, a few smaller projects, but I think the yeah. e-ticket is likely to stick around. Don't mm-hmm. cancel Toy Story <laughs> season, which doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> <laughs> no, Toy Story season. Don't go. Um, <laughs> literally, literally, I've been planning the only Pixar that I have for like a week, and I was like, "Great, I'm gonna be ready for that." And then I'm like, "Oh, right, okay, great." Maybe they'll have Cookie um, Num Nums for for Pixar season. That'd be fun. They should bring them over. Yes, the Pixar season could be so fun. And angry dogs, please. Except yeah. they're, they're gonna be frozen and pre-cooked. Um, <laughs> gonna be quickly carted over from Casey's. <laughs> The only thing angry about them is the guy serving you them. <laughs> God, it's so mean. They'll be fresh out of the microwave. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, some of the, the some of the season of the four snacks were quite good this year, you know. Like oh, they yeah. were, they were. You know, um, good. Mm. I would quite like them to um, go have a look at the current Disneyland and Walt Disney World Pixar merch because that stuff's really cute and fun. And just yeah, I mean, copy it. Think the people of people working on these teams have ever been to Disney World or Disneyland? No. I don't yeah. think they but know. But you know, someone was telling me it's really hard to make things change in Paris, and it's, it, it takes a lot of yeah. you know work and convincing. I'm in, I'm in a sassy mood today. <laughs> I mean, it's you are. Sassy. It, it, it's the it is the sorry state of that merchandise department. I've seen it with my own eyes. It's a old middle-aged forty-year-old women who have no connection to what people actually want to buy and that's why we keep getting the stuff out yeah and, but and you know like rack, disneyland like, they have like the really nice well i don't know really nice i don't know the spirit jerseys the pixar spirit jerseys they've got some kind of mm-hmm. really cutie um pixar designed merch that they've just released mm-hmm. like just don't even put those ladies on it just go hi disneyland disney world what do you got let's have that please thank you bye-bye well, there's, there's that, but also I think there's also the fact that we are sort of like a picky crowd of fans, but it, they always are, there's always going to be a need for classic sort of, you know, Disneyland's, you know, shitty. Okay, because people, just because people buy it, and you know, the problem is you just look at the numbers and. and... Do they though? But like, GLP's guest spending isn't even that good. 
Yeah, all the stuff always ends what, what on What items are in the parks at the minute that are like appealing exclusively just to fans? Like when you look exactly, at like yeah. the East fan market, there's like nothing. There's like that Hollywood Tower Hotel thing where every second one has a fault on it. So like great. Yeah. Well, of course, I don't want to spend 140 euros on that. But like, yeah. I, I completely agree that they need to have like lots of like different things for different people and wear like a niche group of fans and wear obviously not gonna like like just the Mickey Mouse plush. But like you know, there's a lot of things that they could do, like a Mickey and the Magician plush, and you'd be like exactly. sell it on the Starlight side oh, and bad, everyone. Yeah. Like, and even if yeah, they don't want to, even if they don't want to spend a lot of money on it and they just want to do a trial. They'll not. They'll, they'll test it and they'll see that people want it, and then it goes on Instagram, and then that doesn't add, yep. and then all the people who want to get an Instagram picture with their Mickey, like whatever. I don't. I like. I completely understand it, but I just feel like they 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 rely too much on the fact that oh we're like niche fans and we want this and we want the that. Thing is that and, but that's what they say. But then if you look at stuff like Primark, which sells by the ton, it's mm. like I think the idea of a niche fan, the mainstream audience, is like like a. Appear more appeal to some of this niche fan stuff than it was. I, I I really think that we overplay. Look, maybe underplay. I don't know. One of them, the niche fan thing. So exactly. Like I say, yeah. I say. Do you know what I'd buy? I would buy a polo shirt of a little Mickey on the on the uh, on the breast. Mm-hmm. I want that. And I can yeah. tell you, I have a really nice one for you. Hundreds and thousands of people who also would buy that. Mm-hmm. It's like that really nice um, Nike golf range that they have in uh, Disney World and Disneyland. It's like super subtle, super understated, but it's just really like nice. Like you could wear yeah, it if they like. What Paris doesn't plan for is people who do not want to look like Disney has just thrown up on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they don't nothing, like, I think, or, like, I think it's just a lack of comfortability with the product. Like the teams don't really know the product that well. So how can they take risks and sort of Great fun well, stuff when, yeah. When also, been I think they go it. just slap Mickey on it and it will sell. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it doesn't. And it's sell the quality of everything's goes. trash as well. Like it's like out of any park I've been to, the quality of the merch, like like I'm talking about, like the physical quality of it is horrifically bad. Like, please awful, change your t-shirt bad. supplier. Yeah, the t-shirt the t-shirt quality has actually gotten worse because before our biggest issue was they were always just really small, but now it, the the quality is that bad. It's actually just see through material. Like it's. It's, it's the, weird, the weirdest bad. thing in Paris is how different types of clothing have different providers. So I yeah. know that in a hoodie in Paris, I'm this size, but in a t-shirt, I'm something very different. Mm-hmm. No I, walked around, I walked around at Disneyland Resort and every shop I was in, there's at least three or four things that I wanted to buy. I go to DLP oh, yeah. every other week. And I'd buy nothing. Never buy there. anything. And it's not, it's yeah. not because I don't want to oh, buy it. I want to buy stuff, but they don't have yeah. stuff that I, I want to buy. In uh-huh. Disneyland, I drop it's hundreds it, of dollars in seconds. Exactly. Like, yeah, easily, easily. And like the thing is, it's not just because we're tourists there as well. The locals, every time there's a new product out, everyone buys Choose it. Out it's the like door. the whole like thing that, to have. Why, Absolutely. Why, uh-huh. why, why did DLP not order the, the Mandalorian spirit jersey? Like, that's just money printing. Because the people in merchandise Don't are even know so disconnected is. from the market that they're absolutely clueless. And it's like not even us just saying this. If you watch like vlogs of like Americans or anything like that come over, they want so desperately something cool that's like Paris. Do you know what I mean? With our, so, like with our castle or something. Like where's yeah, the t-shirt with yeah, Disneyland yeah. Paris castle? Where can I buy that? I want to wear the that in the US. The memory was the um, French uh, spirit jersey. Yeah, that's probably the better one. That's a pretty decent I think one. That's probably, 
yeah and i think that's a really cool thing because i think like a lot of like american guests and stuff like that and like global guests right, cute, but at the end of the day that's just pasting that. colors onto a design made in the u.s like, oh i know, you know but but maybe that's all we need to trust them with because you give them anything a bit more complex yeah. and uh, the little, little tiny brains can't take it like i want to buy a well, nice t-shirt cool. that has like a silhouette of our castle on it and like disneyland paris logo at the bottom and then they'd cover it in sparkly be... gold glitter mm-hmm. and make it like that. Do you remember like the 25th anniversary sport range that they did? Like that really horrible oh. tracksuit stuff they did. It was where like, was yeah. the, where like, was that? It's time who, for sparkle range. Who came up? Yeah, like the steam. They tried to do like kind of a steampunk range, but it didn't match. The that that blue. steampunk range was like the be- the best match of the 25th. Yeah, they did really well, and that was all from the concepts that didn't. Come. Yeah, I, I think it's a lack the, of the one thing they did get right in the 25th. They did get something right at the 25th. They they took a weird chance. I don't know where they got this from for those varsity jackets. Like one day they just clearly oh, went, yeah. you know what, let's, yeah. let's give this a go. And wow, did, like, you couldn't yeah. buy them for ages. Yeah, like months and months. Like, I remember buying well, like, one and people were coming up to me going, where did you get that? I need it. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to buy like a nice t-shirt that had like glittery 25 design on it. Where was that? I didn't want a block 25 sport range t-shirt. I wanted the logo of the 25th, you know? Yeah. Which was, yeah. like, nowhere to be found. I think it's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. And people want <laughs> it's a real issue when you have to complain about wanting to give a Disney Park money. Like, like we, should, we should be complaining about being rinsed by the them. 25th. But realistically. Yeah. So in the chat, like, in the chat we have quite a few requests for for uh show merch as well the, so yeah, the, exactly. the girls where's my mickey and magician magician t-shirt where's exactly yeah. the so, girls want see, stars on parades plush keychain like in tokyo donald keychain yeah. um well, do you I remember we mickey had mouth. we had stars on parade plushes yeah, I've, I've actually got one. We did. Oh, yeah. oh, I, do, I do have one. I do have. I do have a Stars on Parade plush. That's true. We had them for the 25th anniversary, uh, but they don't stick around, which is just yeah. bonkers. Yeah, um, and uh, Ashley also here that dragon on it, or a t-shirt with the opening float on it. Ash yeah. says he would pay good money for models of the parade floats to put on his bookcase. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't even like the parade, but the idea of like having like conceptual models and stuff like that, I think there's a massive market for that. But again, they have uh, to make them good quality because, like we were saying, oh, they're talking about the Tokyo keychain plushies. Yeah, when we went okay. to Heritage Days, though, and we saw the models of all the floats, we were oh, yeah, dying awesome. like, to have, uh-huh. to have oh, yeah. those in our house. Like, well, not obviously that quality, but something similar. Oh, they're definitely not uh, that quality. The quality they make yeah. those terror things. And, like, Christ. Yeah, and also don't forget, you know, like Patrick said. A few minutes ago, and Mickey and the Magician plush. I would buy it in an instant. That yeah. costume is you so cute. Started, with a little beret. Yeah. Like, the US has started to actually warm to stuff like that because I don't know if you've noticed it. It's like Topolino. They've actually made all of the characters in oh, their outfit that you can so buy at restaurants. Yes, I do. And and the you have just reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it looks amazing. But like, even in, warming even to in Topolino. Topolino. Mm-hmm. Even in, even in Topolino, they have them on the menu, so you can just order it with your yeah. breakfast. Yeah, like, literally, like, like, that's genius. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, no way. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can order the plush with your breakfast? Yeah. Of the characters in those outfits. That. I mean, we just remember yeah, that we're not moaning here. We just want the best for the park. Katie says, honestly, why are we not the merch committee? <laughs> right? Well, maybe, kind of maybe we could combine... People are. 
Petrasha. Maybe we could combine all our ideas and make an article of wishes without being, you know, obnoxious. We could just make a list of things that we would like to see. Maybe someone will read it. (laughs) A new merch team. 30th anniversary, each land needs its own spirit jersey. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a Phantom Matter spirit jersey would just literally not be able to be in stock. So it would just not. It would just never be in stock. <laughs> well, like, the the case, do, these, well. do these like forty-year-old ladies work on the merch team? Even know what Phantom Manor is? Probably not. Yeah. No. When I went, right when I went to that the... merch meeting, yeah, when yeah, I went to that mean... merch meeting, like we were showing off like what we were wearing and stuff like that, and it was like really basic, like Disney varsity jackets and like your Disney T-shirts, and they were all like gathered around us taking pictures on their phones, and I was like, "Are you like?" genuinely serious that like you don't know what any of this basic disney merchandise is that you have to stand there and take pictures of it like it, it was literally like a basic euro disney shirt with just a mickey on it and it's kind of like is this really revolutionary to you that someone might just want a nice basic t-shirt with a mickey mouse on it and a logo and it was kind of like really eye-opening just to how disconnected from the product they actually were and i think that they have a really really big problem with and i don't think they realize like how awfully disconnected they are and how much money they're leaving on the table by employing these people who, to put it bluntly, have no idea about what people will drop a lot of money on. And their role mm-hmm. is to get people to spend money. And for the very long time, they've been failing at their basic role. Like, we shouldn't be having to sit here complaining about not being able to spend money at Disney Park. You know what I mean? Like, how, how insane is that as a concept? Like, we all go there, and if we saw something nice, we're all willing to spend money. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's who we are. Also, 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 another Thank point. you, by the way. I just booked Topolinos. The cast member. The, the merchandise <laughs> team is going to have, like, is, is getting roasted. They probably, like, have their ears ringing right now. Uh, oh, good. So also, why... Why is every single piece of cast member merchandise amazing? Like, I have my Mickey Mouse cast yeah. member jacket from the five days as a cast member um and um uh and it's great it's, I, I love it and um, it looks great well, what, why is this yeah, why is this not on sale cool. in the park it's show merch that we do cast as well so like the, the goofy's incredible christmas show crew cast oh, there, like they did the surprise I, mickey stuff her. they did oh, um yeah, like the graphics insane. the show graphics and stuff were like incredible like people yeah. would go crazy to buy that kind of stuff and all it was was a super simple t-shirt but just with the logo of the show on it like people would buy that and what about the Euro Disney Retro merch line? Does anyone know in the chat what's going to happen to it? Because I don't. I mean, we already didn't have a release that, date. That's with... cheating. Well, I, I hope it comes. I, I would it love it come. to come. So they probably well, it, so we'll have to. Like you mean online? So we'll find. But now they're going to do this. We'll find it in the shop one day, and then we'll get a social post the next day. Like, oh, it's, it's in the shops. <laughs> yeah. I do this really annoying <laughs> thing where they're like, guys, it's coming out tomorrow. I'll be like, oh, damn it. Yeah. Oh, someone will find it in a box in the back of World of Disney and just accidentally put it out. Oh, man. You know, you know, one of the shop is going to put it out the day before. (laughs) When they put the Potion Purple Ears out a week before the global launch in World of Disney. (laughs) Yeah, legit. And then someone freaked out and got them all pulled. (laughs) 
Yeah. Before before this podcast, I really just miss Disneyland Paris, and now that I'm hearing all all the things that are like really annoy me anyway, like merchandise. If we start talking about food now, I'm gonna be like, oh god, I hate Disneyland Paris again. So let's not even talk about this. Like it's reminding me of all the things that really irritate me about Disneyland Paris because I love it so much, but it just doesn't go that far. But you know, that's what it's it is about Disneyland Paris. It's it's a it's a love hate relationship. We want the best for it, and talking about all the things that we don't like also keeps the magic alive. <laughs> it makes things feel normal, you know. If we just do a positive podcast, it would be just weird. Um, do and you also remember just... when our biggest problem was restaurant queues? <laughs> restaurant queues. I know. I know. Good time. Don't you, don't you worry. It will still be a problem when it reopens. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, no, if they've been that is. That is, the, that is the one thing that's not going to be cut, is the queue at the restaurants. Um, <laughs> anyway. Because you like All the right. queues so much, we extended them. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, so we should take a break, because uh, we've been talking for a while. Uh, and uh, as, last, as we did last week, uh, everyone picked their favorite song. And the first one is going to be Jeff's song. Do you want to tell us about your song, if you remember what it is? I remember what it is. I have to <laughs> It's uh, Are You Brave Enough, the Tara Tara version, which do you remember last year when they released that thing and we all lost our minds? That was yeah, so amazing. Disneyland yeah, Paris year, has this ability to just like randomly create amazing things and then like do very yeah. average stuff and then they'll just like pull out this just like massive showstopper that you're like, what <laughs> was that? <laughs> Yeah, it was a great video. And they just randomly yeah, dropped yeah. it on a Saturday morning. I was actually on my way mm-hmm. to the resort and I just saw it ping on my phone. And I remember just watching it going, where did that come from? Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, amazing. Great job. It's, uh, I mean, Mathieu Robin and I think, uh, I forget the name of the other director, some Italian guy, uh, did a great job. And also, I think they didn't have much budget. Sometimes it's, it's just a question of letting the creatives do whatever they want, you know. And they just came up with this amazing thing. Um, so, so we're gonna. So, and also, um, Scott Erickson did the music, like the the original. Um, and he did something like four or five versions of the same song uh-huh. because obviously there was one for the marketing, there was one for Tower Terror, there was one for the Castle Stage Show. And I think there was also like a Halloween extra night couple. special version. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was like the best a, version. The, the yeah, parade version. That was a couple of Halloween night. Yeah, so I still good. Um, that's the parade version as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that song has been <laughs> like. So they, and, you know, like, again, more, more complaints. Sorry. Um, why was there not a, an EP with all like five songs on it on iTunes? Like, that would be a great oh, the season. so old school now. Hey, hey ge- do you remember when they were going to release all of the Lion King music and then they pulled it very, very, very quietly? <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember that CD? They even had them, didn't they? Yeah, no, well, well, they, well they, took... they had them at the merch event that we went to, but then I looked really? at the back of them and then it was, the, it was one of the old Small World ones. <laughs> and I was kind of like... No, no, um... no, they, had, um, they actually had them in stock. They've got boxes of them, I think. But they, oh, never, they, they were never sold. They were never sold. What? Right? Yeah, yeah. Man. They need to put. It, it's so stupid, man. Just put this stuff online. I, really it, I... I like that soundtrack. Yeah, they keep saying that they're they're, they're working it. on it, but it's never happened. Yeah, yeah they're lying. Just because, um, like, I I didn't necessarily love the soundtrack, but I wanted to support the idea of them releasing the soundtracks. 
Yeah, right. absolutely. Part of me wonders, like, are they just not allowed to? Even in Disneyland Resort, they promised, like, the show director promised the soundtrack to us, but to do that, they had to indirectly release a whole video of the parade with the source audio attached to, like, get... I think, they'll, st- I think they'll still release Ooh. that. No, which is not even all of it. It's eight minutes, which the parade yeah. is not eight minutes, right? Yeah, but no. part of me wonders, are they not allowed to release a whole show audio? Like, is there something, like... Can this not be can this not be part of like contract negotiations with the uh, you know the songwriters and the musicians and yeah. stuff that they can just put it on Spotify? Like we don't even need to edit CDs. I don't know mm-hmm. because Disney own the music because they are producing it for the films. Yeah. Right. And there's no issue with releasing film music. Like, when, they released the, when they release Stars on Parade, they're only allowed to release the first song, like the opening new now. Yeah, but we have the whole thing. We will have that. No, of course we have that. We just need to get better at leaks um, in French and English. Stuff doesn't oh, leak yeah. anymore. Like, oh, yeah. Jerry took like the whole season to leak. I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, finally, finally got it. Anyway. Frozen hasn't leaked yet. Like, hello. Yeah, dancing yeah. and catchy rhythm remix was going to be released when we met. Um, Julian Baptiste he said it was going to be released, but um. I mean, stop it! As if I were release that. I mean, we have it. <laughs> um, anyways, so let's play. Um, Are you brave enough? The Tower of Terror version, and then we'll be back in uh, two minutes and forty-two seconds. Very precise. <laughs> See you in a bit. Oh my God! Oh, 
sorry. I'm so sorry. Patrick! I don't want, like, how many <laughs> I love that I just keep telling people, silence will get back on the air, and then everyone keeps talking. <laughs> sorry. Because Patrick can't find the quiz. I found oh, it. no! Oh, you found it. Okay, all right. Well, good. So, it is time for the Patrick. Uh, Disneyland Paris quiz. Yeah, the longest instruction ever. We even have a background music for it. Uh, so Patrick is going to be our, our game master tonight, and uh, he's uh, prepared ten questions. Is it ten? Ten questions. Yeah, I have ten, but I have extra ones in case there's a tie. Oh, oh, it's a competition. <gasps> yeah. So oh. basically, how it's going to work, right? Is Ben doesn't know the answer to the question, so I did these on my own and I checked them off with somebody else. So I know nothing. What, I'm going to read the question, and then if you want to answer, you have to say your name. And the person whose name I hear the first gets to answer. But if you answer okay. and it's wrong, then you're frozen out from the rest and you can't answer again. Ever? Oh. Like no, you can't, you know, you Damn, can't answer again harsh. for that question. Okay. Oh, for that okay. question. Okay. All right. Are we just not going to know the like answer because it's so standing. hard? <laughs> oh, we could do a last man standing. I don't really know. I haven't really thought about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. So if you say a bad answer, you're out. But if you say nothing, you no. can just keep going. No, no, no. no. I mean, if you're... If, <laughs> my tactic. Because my, 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 my objective was so that like the person with the most points would win. And maybe yeah, Ben would... One. Because Ben is like a generous soul. He put up like a badge or something. I don't know. Oh wait, there's something to win? Yeah, sure. I mean, but you guys also you guys all have badges. Maybe we can have people okay, in the chat okay, also then. we can there's have people in the chat also give some answers. If you there guys want to play in the chat. Ship wine too. There we go. Sorted. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> 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 Alright. Okay, Let's get started. Katie said she's bugging on me to win this quiz, so it depends on this like what what the topics are, like. <laughs> Name every country best. Uh, is one of the question is one of the question does Francesca have a pool? Because she does. <laughs> oh, oh Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> does Sequoia Lodge pool count? <laughs> no, she has she has her own oh she has her own private pool. Did you know they had like there's like houses with pools right next to this choice is going to be the Sequoia Lodge song? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes. We need to have you know, one of the music on next week. You know that I could I could still source it for, for this episode. If Richie you want to change your song choice given you haven't given me any. Um, that's a lie. I've given you a song for this week. You you did? What in my email? Where? I, I sent you in the chat and tagged you. Oh. Okay. Oh, I didn't even uh, see it. Okay, anyways, quiz. <laughs> anyways uh, I'm going to restart the music. Yay. <laughs> okay. Patrick, so. you have, you're the game master. You have, you have the air. Okay, right. So if you want to answer, you say your name, and you have five seconds to answer once you've said your name. And if I think yeah. you're cheating, then you're just disqualified. Okay, great. Uh, so question number one. And it, question number one was actually inspired by our little chat from earlier. So it's actually a question I just made up right now. So, Avengers Campus is the next expansion coming to Walt Disney Studios Park. But what does the acronym Campus actually stand for? Mm. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, I remember that. Are we allowed to? Are we allowed to Google? No. 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 It's not who can Google the answer the fastest. <laughs> okay, am I allowed to get my T-shirt and see if it says it on that? It's, no, it it's doesn't. It's basically just bad, like, on Google. That's not a great segment for the show, I don't think. Um, anyway. I'm not typing. <laughs> uh, no, I... Th- oh, God, it's... Um, I, knew, I knew this. They told, you know, they told us, like, six times at the press events. It's, um... And, you know, we actually mentioned it last week. Did we? Did we really? Oh. Yeah. Okay, it's been five Ash, seconds. So Ash, Ash is answer. Googling. Ash, find the answer. <laughs> I don't know. It's... Is anyone in the chat know the answer? No, no one knows in the chat. It's it's like... Um... Let me try. Wait, let me try. Question. Let me try. Let me okay, try. Um... Will I give you the answer? Okay, give us the answer because... I th- oh, oh, wait. Someone... Oh, wait. Someone Someone Googled. <laughs> Sarah oh, Googled. Sarah Jane, well done, you. Yeah, the correct answer. Um, it's centralized, assembly, mobilized to prepare, unite, and secure. She didn't get the S though, Something. so I don't think it counts. Oh, not okay, that. fine. Uh, well, should, like, well, to be fair, it's not, it's, not, it's not even on its Wikipedia page. No, well, centralized, be... assembly, mobilized to prepare, unite, and safeguard, not secure. I didn't even get the answer right. Anyway, it's written <laughs> well. in front of me. Okay, great. Did they really need to quite... make campus. But let's be fair. Let's be fair. What happened right. was they wanted to call it Avengers Campus, and then they were like, "Well, we need to find an acronym for campus." So I think right, it was right. like some. It's like reverse it engineering <laughs> campus instead of the other way around. Is, like they weren't. You know, really, anyway, yeah. Is it like really someone... lame that I kind of just learned that when I heard it, so that I could be able to? Because whenever I bring people to the parks, I'm like, "Oh, fun facts, blah blah blah." And I was like, if I learn the fun facts when they come out, then I won't have to learn a big block of them. Because then at least my I'm friends... Sure, I'm like, sure oh. you tweeted that. Like, when they first announced it, you tweeted that you were going to learn the acronym. So when you brought someone I, to the park... I, yeah, literally. So there you go. Yeah. Quiz question number one. This is great. I can remember that. <laughs> I get the point. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I just read it like 10 seconds ago, and I already forgot what it is. So I'm probably going to forget Okay, I'm, I'm going to skip question two, because that's harder. Um, okay, <laughs> next question, number two. Um, which four characters welcome guests as they enter through the Disneyland Paris car park toll plaza? Huh. I've, 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 my drive I've not passed through that thing in about drive. 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so wait, the first character that's where? At the car park characters. toll plaza. There are four. Oh, underneath oh. the sign Disney on Paris, there are four characters. Who are they? Elliot. I know some of them. Oh. Elliot. Okay. Aurora. Aurora. Okay. Stop that. Oh, Buzz. There's Buzz, Elliot. Mickey, Minnie, and Aurora. Aurora okay. and Buzz. Sorry, Elliot. What did you say? Mickey, Minnie, Aurora, and Buzz. Yes, that's correct. Elliot. Well, Viv. Viv in the chat was faster. You have, to, ben, you have to say your name. You have oh. to say your name, Ben. That's a point for Elliot. Okay, next. As I open my app again. Well, the, the, the characters are vaguely there. Some bleached. Oh, there's five of um, them. No, there's four. I don't know. Viv said there's five. There's four. Anyway, okay. <laughs> don't there's contradict four. the game master. Uh, I thank you, Queens, but I, I drive there every time I go there. There's four. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, okay, next. Number four. Uh, number th- question number three. 
what was the name of the host of the Visionarium? Oh, Timekeeper. Oh, ben, Timekeeper. Oh, damn it! Say my name. Ben, can you, did you well, ever play what I was with about before? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Jeff. I mean, what? I answer? was about to say that, but... <laughs> it's time Fine, you can have the point, yes, Jeff. You correct. can have the point. <laughs> Okay, going good. Okay, Maxon is a bit... It's a math question. Ben's not. So Ben's just yelling it out. Yeah, Ben, stop yelling out the answer. Say a name for us, please. Um, okay, next question. It's like the Snatch the Game. Um, so, how much does a menu one cost in Fuente de Oro if you use your Magic Plus discounts? Oh. <laughs> uh, Jeff. Jeff, go for it. I think it's eleven forty-nine. It's Menu not one. Are we doing like the closest? Okay, we, we can all do guesses. David, David, eleven euros and eighty cents. No. Ah. Is it menu oh. one like nine ninety-nine? Uh, <laughs> no, it's no. Not. <laughs> I thought it was like twelve ninety-nine. Ben, twelve, no, nine, uh, twelve nineteen. Ben, Ben. Tw Wait, is it menu four? No, one. menu one. Oh, menu one. Oh. How many of the menus are? 10.49? 10, 10 no. Ben, you're wrong. Holy shit, that's expensive. I think I have time I to eat in the park. <laughs> Richie, Sorry, I just Googled it. Um, 15.30. <laughs> no. Uh, Elliot, did you have a go? Yeah, um, Elliot's had a go already. Uh, okay, no, the, the, answer I, I, is, the answer is 12.60. Because the menu one mm -hmm. is thirteen euros and ninety nine cents. It's the one with For just the nachos and the, the and the like salsa on it. Oh, a drink. Since I took, okay, no, that's since I took away. That is exactly It's thirteen ninety nine, and you get ten percent off with your Magic Plus. So that's one euros and thirty nine discount, which is twelve sixty. Oh shit! Yeah, you said Magic Plus. Oh. I've got an infinity. I wouldn't even guess. Oh well. That was a trick. <laughs> trick question. Okay, next next question. Fourteen euros for nachos. I know, Sorry. isn't it crazy? I thought, I thought <laughs> like you, it was like cheaper, but it wasn't. Anyway, okay, next question. In what year was the letter of intent signed by the French government and the Walt Disney Company leading to the creation of your Disney SCA? Elliot. Richie. Elliot. 1997. No. No. Richie. Richie. 1988? No. David. Jeff. Oh, sorry, I heard David first. I heard David first. What? 1986. <laughs> Which American architect is credited for designing Festival Disney? No idea. What was that? Sorry. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, uh, ben, is it is it a uh, Frank Gehry? No. It's correct, um, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't say Ben. Yay! I did. I did say Ben. He did say he ben. ben. I heard I Ben. Didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. He's, he's learnt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like. Next question. Which one is the odd one A? And I'm looking for the reason that I have, so you can like use your own reasons, but the one I have written down on my phone is the one that's correct. Um, which one is the odd one A? Meet Mickey Mouse, Planet Hollywood, and World of Disney. Which one is the odd one A and why? 
Meet Mickey Mouse? Planet Hollywood was in the 90s, and Meet Mickey and World of Disney were both during the 20th anniversary. Oh my god, that's completely mm-hmm. correct answer. Planet Hollywood opened yes. in 1995, and the uh, Meet Mickey and World of Disney opened in 2012. Correct. Well done, Jeff. Didn't World of Disney open in 2013? Gee. Okay. Um, so, on. great. Um, Jeff, you have three points. Ben, you have Woo! one point. David, you're yet to score. Elliot, you've one point, and Richie, you're also yet to score. But Richie, I think this next one's going to be down your alley because it's a carriage question. Okay, oh, is it all the name all the country best? No, but here, no. But you can send in Tennessee. Okay, Shanghai Disneyland locals know him as Chow Chow Hu. How did Disneyland oh, Paris oh, car- locals call this classic Disney character? Could you repeat repeat the name, please? Yeah, Shanghai Disneyland locals know him as Chow Chow Hu. How do Disneyland of Paris locals call this classic Disney character? Elia. Elia, go for it. Tango. What? Tango. No. No, that was a guess. <laughs> um, Richie? Yeah. Um, I don't know, I want to say Winnie the Pooh, but no. That's what I was going to guess. Well, it's, what's when you the know. French name? Oh. Ah. Uh-huh. I know this. Jeff. Um, no, it's Richie's guess. Um, oh, but he said it in English. I didn't know. I don't know. Okay, no. Um, Jeff. Uh, Winnie Lourson. No, it's not Winnie Lourson. Oh. <laughs> you make everyone say it in French, but it's not the right answer. Security. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. It's not a million miles away. Oh, um, oh, Richie. Richie. Oh. Damn it, Richie! You can't hey, go Richie again can't because answer. you already did it. Oh. I think I know who it is. I'm still thinking. <laughs> So, <laughs> David, wait so, for a while to rule that. Wait, it's between Ben and David, isn't it? But, yeah. Ben? Wait, what? Wait, um, yeah, I think, um, is it uh, Tigu? It Tigger? Is Tigu. Nope. Well done. Oh, Congratulations. Oh, Thank you. I spent all oh, afternoon oh, listening to Google. I spent all <laughs> afternoon listening to Google Translate say, Tell Tell Who. So I'm sorry for anyone that speaks Chinese, but that's all I remember. Okay. Um, Category is how do you occupy your afternoons in quarantine? Listen, listen to Chinese Disney character names. I wanted to do Goofy, but Goofy in Chinese is Goofy, so I was like, that's a bit too long. You'll turn up at the airport next time you go to Shanghai. What's the reason for your visit? Ciao, ciao, who? Um, you gotta use it. Use it in a sentence. Say, say, ciao, ciao, who? That means thank you, Tigger. Um, uh, there you go. Okay, great. Uh, next question. Um, okay, let me get the questions back. Sorry. Okay, next. Okay. According to TEA, how many visitors did Walt Gee. Disney Studios Park welcome in 2018? Oh. And it's the nearest 100,000. Oh my goodness. Oh, shit. Yeah. Richie. Richie. 
It's the correct answer. Well done, your Googling skills. Oh, yeah. 5.2 I'm million. not talking about oh, My God. <laughs> David, you totally Googled. 5.298 million. It was the 23rd most visited theme park of 2018. And that, oh, even that's okay. quite generous. Um, so no, no, it's just because it's next door to the other one. <laughs> yeah. Realistically, it had a lot more visitors than that, though. But if you go to Disneyland Park first, even on like a four day ticket, your visit to studios is not counted. I mean, those those statistics that they present aren't always like um, super accurate. Um, accurate. Yeah. And if you have an AP, you count as one guest, like once yeah. on the counter. Yeah. Okay. So, like... Next. Next question. Next um, question. On April twelfth, two thousand and seventy-five, what anniversary will Disneyland in Paris be celebrating? Oh shit. Uh. Uh, uh, ben, eighty. Go for Ben. Eighty-two. David's no, no. Eighty-three. David. I said it first. Oh, sorry, David. Sorry, sorry, David. Oh shit! I might. Uh, eighty-three. Correct, David. That's correct. Damn it! Yeah. Anniversary. <laughs> that was a math question. Anyway, okay. Next. I have two questions left, so that's ten basically. After ten questions, it's Jeff on three, Ben on two, Dave on two, Elliot on one, and Richie is yet to score. So, um, do you want the last? So I'm two not going to come last. Um, do you, well, do you <laughs> want the last two questions, or do you not really care? Is the game over? Keep going. No, let's go. No, keep, keep going. going. Keep going. I'm yeah. Happy you to finish now. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Jeff wants <laughs> a, a real win. <laughs> These questions are a little bit harder, so I'm sorry. Space Mountain Mission 2 launched in 2005. Who composed the updated soundtrack? Jeff. Jeff. Michael Giacchino. Oh, oh my god, whoa, Jeff. That's wow. amazing. Congratulations, yeah. Um, that's that, that was like, that was like, I was deep in Google, like in Disney Wikipedia to get that. Anyway, okay, last question. Um, on, on October... On October 3rd, 2014, which duo became ambassadors for Disneyland Paris? Who was it again? Sorry, say it again. On October 3rd, 2014, which duo became ambassadors for Disneyland Paris? Oh, uh, 2014? Yes. Uh, uh, I know this. Oh. Wait, I know was one this... of them, but I don't know the other. Was it... Was it um... Was it Jonathan's here? No. Say your name if you want to put no. it both in. Um, Richie? Richie. Was Richie one of them? No. Are you sorry? It was, no, was because didn't, didn't Jonathan open Ratatouille? Yeah, he did. 
Yeah, yeah I know one of their names. Can I say one? October third, two thousand fourteen. It was the end of two thousand fourteen, not the start of two thousand fourteen, honey. Oh. Am I allowed to say one of them? And um, you can if you want. To get half a point, okay. if you get one. <laughs> yeah, I'll take half a point because I know one of them. Um, I think one. Of... Is it Romana? Romina is a half point. Yes. Oh, Romina and uh, Sonia, and Sonia is the second one. And Ben gets a half point as well. Okay, so that yeah. leaves us. That leaves us with the winner today is Jeff with four and a half points. Ben yes. finishes on two and a half points. David finishes on two points. Elia finishes on one point. And Richie, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Richie at the start of this quiz is like, I'm gonna win this. I genuinely thought I literally earlier on when I was making the questions, I was like, there's two character questions in here. I was like, oh, I better put some different questions in because Richie is literally gonna walk all over these people. Um, I'm more here for right. questions like how many Christophs? Uh, oh, okay. Sure. I don't know the answer. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not. Thank you, Patrick, for a great quiz and congrats, Jeff. Yeah, it's really good. You have I'd won. I like that. A, you have won a button. <laughs> which you? <laughs> wait, do you have the? Do you have the frozen and the Star Wars button? Because I don't think you have those. Yeah. Maybe you do. No, you do. No, I, yeah. I, I got the whole set. Because okay. you came to my house for the podcast back in the day when you were allowed to come to my house. <laughs> oh. oh, Back in the day where you could order KFC and like some of it would arrive and some of it wouldn't. <laughs> oh my god, yes. True story. Yeah. Long story <laughs> short. I just sent a random order. Yeah. <laughs> just sent some random food and went, you ordered something from KFC, here's some chicken, enjoy it. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> We're going to take another break, and it's actually my turn to uh, pick a song for a change. Um, and the song I want to play is a bit of an oldie. It's not really, um, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people know it. It's from, it's from the uh, 2009 campaign, um, What Will You Celebrate? It was a Disney World campaign, and I think Disney mm, Parks. I was Disney this. Parks even like a full thing? Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's the song that was also sang by Corbin Blue back uh, when I think High School Musical was still a, a thing, uh, well, the original, and it's called it's called Celebrate You, and I think it's such a fun, uplifting oh. song. So we're gonna play yeah. that right now, and uh, will we be back in three minutes? Don't, uh, oh yeah, in three minutes we will take your questions. So if you have more questions, put them in the chat or on Twitter. Uh, but we already have like six or seven, so we got something to go. Uh, see you in a little bit.
All right. I love that song. You guys still here? <laughs> All I could hear was your microwave. <laughs> what? You could hear your microwave. How come? My mic was off. We've heard you in both breaks, because in the first break, you were just typing like crazy. like And that's when you start hearing your microwave going. But my microphone is off. That's so weird. Okay. Maybe it was just us that could hear you. I don't know if it was on a... So what's on the menu tonight, Ben? Well, if you must know... Wait, hold on. If I cut, if I cut my mic... Yeah. You can hear me, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that's weird. That's my <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'll make, sure, I'll make sure not to say anything bad. So um, if, you, if you must know... Um, Yesterday, because you know it's quarantine, um, I made I made waffles. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen the waffles, and so I made some extra because you know on, one person can only eat that many waffles in one night, and so I just reheated one of my waffles. There you go. Jello. So yeah, so I'm having waffles, but I won't eat on the air because then you'll just hear me like masticating. It's probably not good idea. Um, Questions from the audience. I have them all saved oh, somewhere. Um, there are some we'll good start... questions. Sorry, what? There are some good questions. Yeah, there were some good questions this week. So we're going to start with Seb's question because he was very excited for it. Uh, I'll take this one. <laughs> Seb, Seb is asking, as it was inadvertently revealed a couple months ago that there were going to be a new parade for GLP's 30th birthday, if that's not getting cut, what do you guys want the main <laughs> theme to be? Should it be steampunk, like this is on parade, or something else? And which character would you like to see featured? See, that's a question for Richie and everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, um, let's current, new current properties. <laughs> oh, Elliot, when, when did you change your name to Richie? Ben said Richie and others. Oh, I didn't get the memo. I, I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. I will answer. Uh, this is a free country. Yeah, not at the exactly. moment. Yeah. <laughs> Except um, you're not allowed to go out, but, you know. Yeah. Something that Stars on Brave is so, like, horribly deprived of is just current properties. Like, where is Zootopia? Where is Big Hero 6 at the time? You know, where's Moana? Um, you're all wrong, these, like, Richie. Properties. Not existing. <laughs> that crazy crush float. Oh yeah, I can help. Um, <laughs> I think magic, um, not magic, uh, magic happens. Does that really good balance of trying to um, like reimagine classics because it has all of the classics there, but like even the Sleeping Beauty float and stuff like that, it's all kind of like um, shown in a new light. It's kind of like it's new, it's modern, it's fresh. Um, so I think really you need to have that mixed with the new properties. Um, and I think Magic Happens is sort of set a new bar for what um, a modern Disney parade should be. Um, it's too short, though. I want more. Yeah, Magic Happens is like, if you actually bring it down, it's, it's about the normal length of the parade. It's just because the floats yeah, are kind of smaller. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I, was just... I, I, I saw Magic Happens with some friends. And they would Brag. be very casual, very casual, like, Disney friends that, like, I just bragged mm. to America. Anyway, um, so they would know, like, Disney and Paris, uh, like, that would be their home park. And so mm-hmm. when we went to, to California and I was like, oh, my God, the, the, the parade is starting, like, soft opening today. We have to go and see it. 
and we went to see it and um I was like oh, okay and I was really excited and whatever and I saw it and then um I think the phrase was I didn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Was what was the feedback mm-hmm. that came back to me? And I think I think the thing is about I, I, the thing about Disneyland's parades in general, like Richie just said, is they're all really small. But like, because mm-hmm. if you put like a big like Tokyo style parade or there's no room like, Paris style parade, it would just look stupid mm-hmm. in such a small park. And the yeah. fact that like it cuts mm-hmm. off all of the like access points, and they have to have yeah. like, big spaces between so they can let people. Because if not, the park just comes to sandstone. But I, I just mm-hmm. thought, I just thought, because you know, like there's a lot of love going around for magic, uh, for uh, magic happens, and I just thought it was kind of interesting that, um, mm. even though Disney Stars on Parade has major issues in the middle with like, uh, Peter, like the the Lion King flow and the Peter Pan flow and the and the Crush flow, like it has issues. I still think I, I, I don't know. I feel like there's something about Stars on Parade that it's, I kind of I like, and it's not that I don't like Magic Happens. But, you know, I remember I went to see Sensational uh, Mm -hmm. last time I went and I was so excited to see it. And I kind of fell a bit flat. And I think it was because I had Mm -hmm. to get used to the whole like Disneyland style of parade. So I think for the upcoming parades, I would like to see an incorporation of like uh, the kind of recent things that like the Walt Disney Company are doing for parades. But I don't know if I would, I don't know if a Disneyland style parade would work well in Disneyland Paris in any sense. Yeah, you have to play to a very different crowd, you know. Yeah, you have to, yeah, yeah, the classic stuff like your, your Toy Story needs to be in there and stuff like that. And as, as much as it gets overdone, like your Lion King needs to be in there and stuff like that because it's such a hot property for them. And um, I just think it needs to do you like, think that in, be a bit more blended. Do you think that in Paris, um, oh. the, sorry, I have some weird echo now with my microphone. Do you think that in Paris, <laughs> um, they focus too much on characters that they think are popular? Like they'll just get the list of like the top fifteen popular characters in Paris from the marketing surveys. And be like, well, exactly here, here are like, our back, yeah. parade back characters, and when yeah, really they, maybe they should models, focus more on telling a story and yes. and just like but there's nothing you know, wrong with a that. show. No, there's but nothing wrong he, with that as long as it's balanced. But if it, Exactly, but if it like kills the story because you know, like the the opening of this is Song Parade. I mean, they they all have great energy and the performers are amazing. But like, uh, what's going on? It's the just like someone. It's just like someone threw like a bunch of characters from different eras and different backgrounds into this. It's awful. Front. It's awful. Sure, but you look it's at so all the characters that should have been featured, but they didn't have budget for float. Yeah. You look at, you look at Magic like... Happens and how they've sort of done it. They have made the core theme through it is really really simple it's just yeah. these are magic things that are happening in disney films mm-hmm. like that's as simple as it needs to be like it doesn't need yeah. to have like a really complex story or... it just needs coherence and that's the biggest thing that that relax is is any kind of coherence because there's no, no story or there's no you know it's i don't know it's a very right. strange you look story. at you look at the final four floats and without mm. giving away spoilers, it's all of those kind of moments of magical transformation. Mm-hmm. And that just works really well. Mm-hmm. I just think that a lot of the floats are a bit boring in Sarah's on Parade. Yeah. Like there's, there's the, in the, the crush bit, it's like a dead area. Like that's yeah. the first thing that should go. It's like you can I see can everyone looking at their phones around you. Thing. Yeah, everyone's looking at their phones and that's gone past. Yeah. And a lot of the like, characters are up way too high. To... 
Yeah, that's why I hate it so much. It loses all kind of like interaction and intimacy and anything like that. Like I feel like that idea with stars was just build it as massive and people will just be awestruck by it. But in reality, when you boil it down, it's, uh, you know, all the characters are like 50 feet in the air. Your, your kids can't even really see them. The characters can't interact with people because they have to lean over the balconies to even wave at them. It's... Uh, and I think that's the stars when Stars of Parade was better. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's the same sentiment. Salvage. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, because you've got that good first float. You've got the Mickey and Minnie uh-huh. first float, the steampunk style. And you've got Malefic yeah, awesome. in the middle, which is very steampunk style. If you do mm-hmm. the rest of the floats in that same style, you've got something you've, you've that got works. You've got a story. Yeah. No, the so problem like, is that like, it could have been coherence. If they so had I, built I all the new floats, <laughs> so I spoke to the pre, yeah. I spoke to the pre designers about this um, at D twenty three, and <laughs> rude, and they said so. The original concept Brag. for the pre, so when they first made the pre, they were just told to like make something. Every float concept. was in that steampunk style, um, and they got told to tone it down because yeah, they because they just that, went to. They went to Japan and went, oh, we'll have that. That's pretty cheap. Well, only for two floats. But, like, That's remember, cheap. there's actually, like, four, four or five new from scratch floats in this parade. Like, well, two of them have been bought. One of them has been copied. Like. Yeah, but they made it like better. Hand me dance. But we say and make it better. But it still copied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The crush comes in. They had to re- redesign that thing, like, what, like, seven times or something stupid like that? And that's what 17. they came out with. Like, <laughs> Yeah, if you have to redesign something that many times and that's what you come out with, maybe uh, look at different ventures for you. Uh, but that's the problem with looking at a spreadsheet and, and seeing Finding Nemo as a property and they're like, oh, put that in the parade. I mean, like, is, is Finding Nemo even that much of a hot property? Because I, I, I get it was I mean, built at the wrong time, like, go, by right? Dory, but like, like really? Probably is that the DLP gets but like, server. Finding Nemo is just it's not a property for parade because they yeah, are fish. <laughs> So did, it's did they, really hard. Did they like look at the park? Did they look at the park queue app and go, "Oh, Crush's coaster always has a long queue. Let's do something with Crush." Uh, you know, you're I mean, probably, you're probably right. You know, that's the But I think thing. Finding Dory was popular at the time they were designing the parade, or was coming out around that time. And I think that it because the float out. is very much is very much focused also on Finding Dory. There's like her parents and stuff in there, even though they were missing for like yeah. A but year. then in that in, 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 in that case, right? Where's all the merch for like Finding Dory and Finding Nemo? Because there's not a whole lot. Of the parts so like if it was that popular for them to make a parade photo but where's the merch that went where because but you know i think that's that's the that's when they get short-sighted it's 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 how we have the beauty and the beast live action segment in illumination because at the time it was expected to be a hit and they were like we're going to be so you know on the ball and put it in the show well the movie kind of did average and then no. they never updated the show. And I feel like it's the same for the Crush Float, where they were like, oh, well, Finding Dory is going to be huge. Let's make a float for it, even though they all fish. Um, and then the I mean, movie I, I did well. But, I mean, now everyone's kind of like, okay, well, there's a bunch of animatronic fish going by. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't have a problem with the Beauty and the Beast section and Illuminations as being, here is a window of stuff that you can do for an upcoming film. Like, you could have used that mm. section for Moana. You could have used it for... Uh, Wreck-It Ralph, but all sorts of things. That's a really good idea, and it was a good space. 
But now in mm. 2020, and you watch that thing, you're like, oh god, here we go. Here's that Celine Dion bit again. Yeah. It was sold to us. I remember at the 25th um, press events, like when we had the you know the conferences and stuff. They're like, yeah, we have this whole new tech. We've changed this. We've changed that. It's going to be so much better than Dreams because now it's so much easier to update it. We can change it. We can move it. We can do all this with it. And they never did. So yeah. Yeah, jokes on them. They actually changed yeah. Dreams. <laughs> yeah. It did. Yeah, dreams they did change dreams. dreams much more than they changed illuminations. illuminations. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. illuminations yeah. is just like blocky. Like um, the way that Mickey's animated on the castle, he doesn't interact with the castle. He just like glides across it with the animation. Right. That's, so, like, that's there's actually really less like mappings dreams. on dreams. That's because yeah, it's yeah, from Shanghai. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So dreams had a really good story with Peter Pan's shadow, and you know, you had that emotional pull. Do you remember a couple a year or so ago now? We all went and saw Dreams at the Mickey 90 party. And mm-hmm. that was emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, I want that back. Yeah. I don't care. That I don't know. It's kind of sad going to Disney Park and not caring about the nighttime show. And to, <laughs> yeah, to answer this question in the chat, she says, how come for New Year's Eve they can do this great projection show with all the movies? Uh, that's because that is made yeah. by uh, Disneyland Paris live events, which is allowed yeah. to make those films for the castle for special events. But when it comes yeah. to Nighttime Spectacular, it has to go to Imagineering. The problem is Imagineering huh. is expensive, is complicated, is slow. And I think it's just like a whole different ballgame. I feel like if they allowed Disneyland Paris to have live events make the Nighttime Spectacular, it would not only be cheaper, but mm-hmm. it would also be better quality and more reactive. But somehow yeah. that's how the Walt Disney Company works, I guess. The, the, t- the team in live events can produce some incredible stuff. Like I have to say, like if you look at like, yeah. the production quality of Electro Land and all that kind of stuff that they do, like um, when they really work on stuff, it actually comes out like pretty incredible when they pull like these amazing events off and stuff like that. And they have they have a pretty um, like, small budget yeah. for events, and a yeah. lot of them, a lot of the graphics and everything are made by you know French artists and you know French companies mm-hmm. and cast members, and um, they're doing really great. And I feel like if they had just a slightly bigger budget to make a nighttime spectacular, not even to the level of what Imagineering would charge, then it no. would probably do it. Dip, yeah, come up with really nice stuff. But hey, that's how it is. I think as well, like you look at the team behind Illuminations, that was a good team. They did mm-hmm. dreams. They did. You know, yeah, but like, well, it's hard. Like, Mixed it wasn't magic. a good team. Like, working with something from scratch, though, was it? It was a good team importing something. Like, it's only going to be so they, good at the end of the day. But Steve Davidson also worked on uh, Ignite the Magic, Ignite the Dream, or Ignite the Magic. True, but like when you watch Ignite the Dream in Shanghai, it fulfills its mission and it looks good on their castle. Like, it's it's not a bad show in mm. Shanghai. It just doesn't work in DLP. Uh, I don't know. It's still a bad show. <laughs> well, no, but it works for its function. It was never meant to be. I, like know, an I disagree story. with the function, though. Like, it, it for sure needs to be functional for anything other than selling a story. Like, uh, selling a story. Like, I, I think as well, stuff. though, the public is the public in Shanghai and the public in Fra- in like Paris are completely like they're kind of different but similar at the same time because like when you look at yeah. like when you look at people in Shanghai. And they like they see characters walking past them. We were talking to like cast members who spoke some English when we went to to, mm. to Shanghai, and they thought that when they met Aurora, they were meeting Barbie because Barbie would be more known yeah. in, in Shanghai. Then, so so yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's kind of like a kind of a way to show like people that have spent their Disney mm. 
oh, a Shanghai Disneyland. Oh, this is what this, this is what Disney is. This is what we do. And I feel, but I feel like in in France, there's not that people don't care, but I feel like there are a lot of because they kind of look for like a lot of family based, and they kind of just want to mm-hmm. please the most amount of people in the shortest amount of time, basically. So I think mm. I don't know. That's I always I always felt like that was the main problem was that you do have a lot of kind of like bog standard guests that are looking for just fireworks in the sky and they don't really care what happens around it. And I feel like that's kind of what. Yeah. It is. Yes, elimination yeah. has a ninety-four percent satisfaction rate. But if you remember dreams, people would clap at the end of each individual segment, and you don't get that eliminations. Mm. So, yes, mm. the satisfaction survey might say, well, 94% of guests are satisfied. Okay, that's great. But you're just saying, did you enjoy the show tonight? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed but that. But do you think, it's do not, you think it's not, that the, the you Dreams... Take this show and this show. Was, was Dreams not just benefiting from the fact that it was the first time that that kind of show had ever been done in Paris? Like, I'm not saying... Well, that is a good point. Yes. That is. I'm not saying but, that yes. it is, but, like, people that, yeah. people that come back, they've kind of, like, you know, even us, when we go to Disney all the time, but like there's things that at first we got excited about and then we kind of get a bit blasé about it, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yes, but at the same time, it ran for five years, which Illuminations looks like it might go even longer than five years. Who knows? Probably now, yeah. And it got the same reactions in February 2017 as it did the first time I saw it, which was in September 2012, I think. So... You know, you had that same reaction. Illuminations, the first time I saw it, people reacted, generally speaking, favorably. And then oh, it was really this, awkward. I thought when I saw it was sad. Well, I saw mm. it. I saw it around April twelfth, mm. and I saw um, people were generally I speaking think. okay with it, like not like, over the moon, but yeah. there was people clapped a little bit in the between and all that kind of stuff, but not on the same level of dreams. And now it's pretty much silent throughout the whole show until you get to the end where people clap because that's just the thing you do. You clap at the end of the show. I've seen people yeah. like like because the, the pirates bet's quite good, and I've seen people because yeah. like it's quite it's quite animated compared to the rest of mm-hmm. it because they set the castle on fire, and um, <laughs> it's, it's one of the better bits of it. But I think I've yeah, seen quite definitely. a lot of project. I've seen quite a lot of projection shows at this point. I think Dreams is still probably like my second favorite after Happily Ever After now. Yeah, and Happily Ever After. It's a lot older than the rest of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. So it, get, it gets credit just from that with it being like the innovator and then being that good as like being the innovator of these kind of shows. Like Happily Ever After is like the refined version of it because in there it's it's quite fast paced, so you get so many properties included. But it also tells a little bit of a story, so it has like thematics like throughout it. You can tell which is like the family section, which is the friends section, stuff like that. But then Dreams works as actually like a purely story-led show, um, which I just think is insane how they managed to do that as the first kind of show. It's kind the of the reason that Dreams stands off is because it was freshly animated from scratch. Where I don't think they've done that on the level they did it for Dreams for any show since then. Like, um, I think Happily Ever After has quite a lot of custom animation. Well, it, it. it does. It did for the scenes that are custom, like um, the fight with Ursula and that. But stuff like Moana, mm. they're just like sticking a square, a triangle. Whereas Dreams, most of the show was animated from scratch, which they haven't done on that level mm. for any of the castle shows since then, mm. which is probably why it, because it's expensive. Um, Money, yeah. Which is probably why it still stands up so high. Obviously, Happily Ever After mm. has the great score and everything, but I still don't think it has as much of a percentage of 
animation that was done for the show as Dream Stars? Mm, I don't know. Because there's a lot of moving parts of Happy Ever After, like much more. Like, yeah, but it's all like, like I mean, it. I'm talking hand drawn here. Like, mm. oh, well, yeah. Like, Dreams had like the hunchback scene drawn from scratch. It had Peter, all those Peter Pan's animations drawn from scratch. It had Lion King drawn from scratch. Yeah. All right. Answer the parade question. <laughs> Good job. Next, next question. Uh, we have a question from Megan who says If you could pick any movie or character that isn't represented at Disneyland Paris and give them a ride or a meet and greet, who would that be? Yzma uh, and Kronk Coaster. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say uh, the characters from and the stories from Zootopia, and obviously it's happening yeah. in Shanghai. But I think that's mm-hmm. such a great property and such a great uh, mm-hmm. universe to make a theme park uh, land. It's... So maybe mm-hmm. we can switch. Maybe we can trade Star Wars for this. I know I've been saying it. <laughs> yeah. uh, who else? What about you, Jeff? Um. Uh, we kind of have her as a character, but I think uh, you could do some really cool stuff with Moana. Yeah, she deserves a real attraction. Like, imagine like a like a water dark ride, like a Moana water boat dark ride. Like, yeah, and you could have like, like a really like nice sort of mini Tokyo. land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and she would fit great uh, behind Indiana Jones connecting. I know we've Jones. talked about this before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with some kind of like Jungle Cruise meets Splash Mountain mm-hmm. meets whatever else type of ride, yeah. volcano, mm-hmm. you know, and a tiki bar. And a tiki bar. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think that would do great. Yeah. But hey, one can dream. <laughs> what about you, Elliot? Uh, uh, Tangled, or the Princess and the Frog, but I think for commercial reasons, Tangled. Oh, because I think even though it wasn't, even though it wasn't like a huge hit at the box office, I think it's become like families have sort of discovered it since then, and it's now quite popular amongst families. So I think it should. I think it was obviously overlooked originally because it only did mediocre at the box office. But yeah, I think definitely a Tangled. But they are doing it in Tokyo. I feel like um, in the so parks, think, it's so popular. Yeah, like Rapunzel, the line for Rapunzel meet and greet. Oof. Yeah. Weird. What about you, David? Neither of mine would be commercially successful in the slightest. Um, but I would pick either... I would I would make Max Live a permanent daily show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. And I would um, agree with Richie on the Emperor's New Groove attraction. Yeah. So a commercial flop in every way. Yes, <laughs> but I would love it. So. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what we have, you know, like fan fan idea. dreams. <laughs> what about you, Patrick? Yeah. Are you still here, Patrick? He's still here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think basically the one thing to like not go to any rides, whatever. I would just like any kind of character that has been in a Disney movie in the last what five years, um, because yeah. I think. <laughs> I think because I've been, because uh, my sister brought her, her uh, my niece to Disneyland Paris. I think it was last year or two years ago, and she was like, "Okay, this is nice, but where are all the like, where are all the new characters? Where are all the yeah. or the yeah. inside out or like you know?" I think that's a very reasonable 
request for like people who are yes. coming now they kind of want to mm-hmm. like when you see the most recent character meet and greet that we have at the minute is like what Olaf and he's from a movie yeah. that was released in 2013 which is like seven years ago yeah and so, he's been meeting, meeting in DHS show. since then so like it, I show think, based on Frozen Two, Patrick. Come on, it's great. No, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, like in meet and greets. The Frozen I'm, One characters. Yeah. No, but like in meet and greets, like basically the most mm-hmm. recent like Disney movie that you can meet someone from is like Frozen, which is like yeah. seven years yeah. at this date. Do you? Mm. But it's not even when it's like just Catherine like... started, and we had Moana meet and greet basically put in overnight, just like hey, Moana's here, yeah. and yeah. then. In March, they went well. Beauty and the Beast is out next week, so here's Belle. Oh. And then it yeah. and then they went. No, then they did Jack Sparrow for. Pirates but remember, Caribbean. they also did Bo Peep for Toy Story Four, but then she was uh. there for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like you so can't, weird. you can't, you can't meet Bo Peep on a regular day. Like uh, the, the, yeah. the most recent character on the daily schedule is Olaf. Yeah, and I don't understand why they can't keep the new characters more like just regular. Longer. Yeah. Maybe and because like they don't pay for that's it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like that's not a thing. I, I don't think that's a thing. Like I, I, because we often get, well, we're fans and we want this and we want things that like regular guests don't care about. But I think that's a thing that like regular guests when they're like when they have their kids like sitting watching the latest Disney and they're kind of like, oh, we're gonna go to Disneyland Paris and we're not gonna meet any one of these people. Like we're gonna meet Peter Pan yeah. again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think Paris yeah. is very risk averse. Yeah. Like, and I think Disney yeah. in general as a company is quite risk averse at the moment when it comes to the theme parks. But even in, so you look at California and they're like, well, here comes the Onwards characters because that's our next yeah. film. Whereas Paris will only go, well, we'll but see, the annoying Onwards thing. once we're ready and we know that they're a commercial success. So yeah. we're actually on like, that's the thing that annoys me. That's the thing that annoys me a little bit is like when you look at the finances, like Paris isn't in great, well, like it's getting better. But when you look at like places like Hong Kong, which isn't doing great at all, and they've already announced, oh, for like our Pixar summer season when we open again, like the Onwards characters Ian and Barley are going to be on a parade and blah, blah, blah. So like, I feel like the yeah. whole cost thing, I, I kinda, it kind of gets me irritated when, when I'm like, yes. oh, yeah, we need to think about money. But then Hong Kong gets all the new characters. Mm-hmm. The investment of Hong Kong is phenomenal. It's like Northern Park. Like they make new seasonal outfits for all of their seasons every two years. So there'll be new Easter outfits every two years. There'll be new Halloween outfits every two years. There'll be new Christmas outfits every two years. They always get all of the new characters. They always get the latest. Might, stuff. might be on hold for a little. Um, bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but even then, like they haven't been doing great for a while. But like, do you know what I mean? There's been a lot of stuff coming in with Hong Kong, but the investment yeah. there never stopped. Exactly. Like, they've, they've continued. It's incredible. But that's, you say, why, that's why, like Paris, like I, I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like the money the arguments after a while it kind of get, get great a bit thin because at the end of the day, yes. when you really want it, you can. When like it's just, yeah, but, like again, like in Paris, there's a lot of things they just kind of do it a little bit of a, like oh they do what they kind of feel like, which is fine. But like mm-hmm. you know, there's better ways to do things. But if you look yeah. at DLP, apart from Wreck It Ralph, they and onward now they did actually have a character meet for every animated release but they just didn't stick around very long like Icarus like that's only because there's Pink. only been like no four but animated, I said recently since around. like moana so uh, since since the moana thing started they haven't actually missed a film apart from wreck it ralph which i think they well, tried was, but they weren't allowed to do where was ed um, where was ed Ford when incredibles 2 came out she was 
Okay, they missed her. But they had no. To be fair, yeah, they did. Right. The Incredibles. <laughs> they had no. But they had the Incredibles meeting in that spot, so they did. Try yeah, but what's the something. point? Though they've been in the they've been in the park since like what two thousand six. Right, but most guests like realistically would be happy with the Incredibles. Um, yeah, but that's not the point though. At Disney Park. No, that's the risk of it. Most yeah. guests are okay with it. But you know, that's like, also the problem of the data that they're getting back at Team Disney is that they keep doing those those surveys. Uh, at the entrance and you they they kind of target those families and people who maybe don't visit very often and they just want to come and see stitch and mickey and so that's why they answer and so when it goes back to tim disney you have like you know 89 percent of people want to meet stitch and mickey and then you have like two percent who want to meet bo peep and they're just kind of like oh well i guess no one's interested that's another really good point actually so in paris I don't remember the last time I've been surveyed. I, have, I go to but that park California, every other week, and I have never been surveyed ever. I'm telling There's you, they avoid us. They know. I know. I they know how to like spot three, us. Four times a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I'd come back from a day in California, and my inbox would be full of Disney surveys because they'd spoken to me oh, during right. the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. They grab you like every chance they can. Like their their pool of people that they survey in the US, I think, is like fantastic. Well, I think the pool in Paris is good, but they just... The no, class, I don't. I, I, like, no, I just think they choose who they want. Biased. Yeah, they yeah, profile yeah. people oh, they do, really bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you get profiled, and at the same time, they're not asking very many people. In Literally, in California and in Disney World and stuff like that, they ask like everyone constantly. They're like, constantly taking data in. And the, right. the size of the pools of data that they must get in Paris must be so small. And so, like, biased. They get a lot of data, that. just the wrong kind. Um, they get, they get a lot of data, but they know what nuclear family likes. Mm-hmm. They don't know what I like. Exactly, and you're still a customer. I'm still a customer. I probably spend, spend a lot of money there. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but that's why that's why I, I have a huge problem then with them just trying to please the families, because of course I think the families should be pleased. But I don't think they actually know accurately the the difference between them because I don't think they're trying hard enough. I almost think they're scared. I think they they say the fans are not their target audience because they don't want the fans to be their target audience because it's easy for them to spend money yeah. to just please the families and that's the good excuse. I think it's important to know as well. Well, because let's face it, we we'll keep coming back anyway. Once, yeah. True. Once upon a time, Paris used to be at the forefront of getting new characters. And they I, had like, a whole I do want to buy like every that. new release. Yeah, so back in like 2002 to about, I don't know, like 2012, maybe around that sort of period, yeah, the, the character in intake. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, straight through until about 2012-ish, I want to say. Um, no, Paris was incredible that. for characters. After think, Keanu, I'm trying to think of Paris. Mm. Yeah, Actually, yeah, it sort of it slowed down yeah. a bit around 2010-ish. Yeah. But if you look at like um, the characters that used to roam in the studios, like studios back in the day, you know, it was a bad park, but characters in the studio had the incredible. Robinsons. You had uh-huh. like, Treasure Planet. Little, you had Ben. Treasure Planet. Um, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Atlantis. All those characters had, were around. And you had a that. whole photo location for um, Chicken Little. That is. There was a whole photo location for Ratatouille, I remember, like the big yep. cheese thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really did they it even for actually as well. They covered had the whole like, of Studio to... One with a chicken little billboard, and it was the most abominable yeah. thing they'd ever done. And then they covered it, and they went, well, made it better, and they made it cars. And it was like, oh, God, well, you yeah. made it even worse. <laughs> but yeah, for a certain while, 
Paris really invested in characters and I think and it goes to outfits as well and like themed outfits for London and stuff mm-hmm. like that the investment on that side of things was fantastic as well you know you see all these outfits at the brunches and stuff like that it's like oh they've all come from somewhere <laughs> they've all come from somewhere and half of them were used to be used in the park for different things and for different shows or for different openings and stuff like that and like I don't know like I don't get it I think there's obviously but all I the fear for like, like how oh, people are happy with yeah, because, like people like those people argue there, say, like, like they're happy with. We're around for a year and then went to special events. So who's just going to say that Calgary mm-hmm. Mini Outfit won't go to special events in a year? Like, no, they probably will. That's what I mean. The, the backstage of Paris is set up with this kind of thing is the most stupid thing in the entire world of like internal money having it being thrown around between character outfits. Mm-hmm. When at the end of the day, it's only at the detriment of the guest. Because they're sitting like, there backstage, but like someone doesn't have the news. fake budget yeah, yeah. to rent it because it's fake money. Yeah, absolutely. Even it's though all they're sitting backstage. Yeah. Yeah. And no one loses out other than the guests in the park. Yeah. Like, oh, why can't we put out Cowboy Goofy? Oh, because we have to spend this much money on special event to rent fake the outfit. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it, like it's, that's the, literally the single most stupid setup. Even though they're sitting there backstage. <laughs> yeah, because it's sat there on news. It has been for years. Like, there's, there's, there's so many character outfits. For, like the VIPs and stuff that could be used daily in the parks, land specific outfits that are just aren't used. They just sat there unused in bags, like, and it's the most insane thing. And I get people say like, "Oh, people want the classic characters and stuff like that." I don't think people know what they want. Like, if you throw Mickey in, I think Phantom Mickey was like really popular with like guests and fans because it's kind of cool. It's a theme. But location. if you ask the question, uh, like, say there's a picture on a survey of Mickey Mouse in his classic outfit, and you say are you happy to meet Mickey in this outfit? And it's yes or no. You're not going to say no, are you? Like, it's, you're not giving well, people options. Was, uh, classic whole... Oh my Dude. gosh, that is disgusting. <gasps> there is the, there's that whole, it's a made-up quote, but it, it does make a lot of sense. People were saying, Ford says, well, if I asked people what they wanted, they'd have asked for a faster horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what it is. Like, I think the chipmunks in, Adventureland outfits was the perfect example. Like the chipmunks there and naked as they are now is like it's fine, but it makes no sense. The chipmunks there in little safari outfits, it, it adds that little bit extra to it. Exactly. And it keeps people extra to it, it makes it what it should be, it ends the story. And then that might just be an extra Facebook post or an extra Instagram post because a family think it's cute that they're in the jungle in their adventure outfit. And then that's marketing. And then, you know, like, it's just short-sighted from people. It's people not caring enough about their jobs. Yeah, that's literally what it is. All this crazy internal money that's been thrown around. And, like, if you look back, literally, like, 10 years, 15 years, the amount of outfits and stuff like that that used to be used, like, for Christmas and seasons, and then like daily ops and stuff like that. It's insane. And then you fast forward to here and like what's happening now, you're lucky if you get classic goofy in Discovery Land. Like it, it, I, I, I really struggled to give that a pass. I don't know. I, knew, I knew this was going to come down to, to uh, character outfits to fit it to each lens. <laughs> but like even in the time, it's, it's Richie's possible. biggest trigger ever. I feel like now you're going to go on forever about it. <laughs> We're doing really well at keeping the questions brief with the answers. I know, I'm trying to move this along. <laughs> I'm, so let's I'm move sorry on. For being, for opening up this like, can of worms. I love Disney on Paris, but I also agree with everything you said. Hi, Ben. Um... Hello. <laughs> okay, so 
<laughs> We're gonna move on to the next question, and it's a two-part question. The first one is actually not really oh, for us, <laughs> but maybe for it's but for hello. <laughs> it's for people in our chat, maybe. Uh, what are DLP cast members doing these days in lockdown? From what I can see, they're doing tic- they're doing TikToks and uh, right. No, so there's not, there's 95% of them have gone to their home countries, um, and the rest of them yeah. there are doing TikTok and Animal Crossing. That's it's true. What else is there? Yeah. Yeah. Abby says Animal Crossing, TikTok, Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the answer to that question. Animal Crossing and TikTok. Uh, and the second one, it's kind of a random one. Um, it's and do you recommend taking a guided tour when DLP reopens again? And like guided tour and DLP just haven't evolved forever. And I think it's too bad that we can have like a backstage tour or anything like remotely interesting. I mean, obviously the information that the guided tours are giving is very interesting, and they take you around the park. But I think there's like potential there. I would love um, to pay to go to like the shrubbery and talk to the like gardening lady, the Dutch gardening lady. Like I would pay good yeah. money to go and do stuff oh, like yeah, that. We like her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you can. that tour exists. The, um, agricultural tours and stuff like that. So I think. Yeah, the horticulture tour exists. Yeah, but how often do they do it? Uh, every Saturday, only if I've someone never actually bought it, and it's in French only. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. I was probably okay with that now, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that tour right. exists. So you you can take. Oh. They have two tours. Well, three tours. They have four actually. They have, they have the Tower of Terror. Disneyland Park, Walt Disney Studios Park, Tower of Terror, and Horticulture. There's a Horticulture oh, one I backstage, or they just take you to like this plant in Fantasyland and go. There's a there's shop. a backstage element to Horticulture. Yeah. Okay. Viv said, "Guess you get your translators with you." I don't know who your translators are, but I'm sure you have many. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. We have a question from Matthias. It's, and so this one is going to be, let's try not to dwell on that one for six hours. Would you, ex- would you expect any new original attractions shows um, um, in, in the parks? Or will it, would you think it will be IP oh, only from now on? Next. Do we want it? Very much yes. so. Do we think it's Will gonna it? happen? Probably not. No. Right. It's true, right? I mean people yeah. come to the parks because yeah. they want to see something familiar they've seen at the at the movies mostly. But again, um, Hong Kong Disneyland are willing balance. to green light these things and they work. It's about balance. You know, you need both. You need the IP, but you also want to show someone something different and unique. And that's what but I feel like, like Big Thunder and Space Mountain are like household names across the world because they came from Imagineering. Yeah. So it's but like, I feel like yeah, the IP that we did not... Talent. But the original the original stuff that we're talking about right now have become IP. Like Pirates of the Caribbean has become a movie. Yeah. And even Space Mountain mm-hmm. is, is like become the Space Mountain IP across all the parks because they keep building one in every park that they make. Yeah, but it's I not really... I feel like it's not really original a little anymore. bit earlier where just the Walt Disney Company in general, and I, I'm not going to say it's the Imagineers because I don't think it is. No, um, they still have the ideas. They just get they don't right. get to use them. Yeah, I think the company as a whole is very risk-averse. If something is a big risk, they don't really like taking it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, it is what it is. Money, investors, 
blah blah blah. Yeah. Go, watch, go watch the Imagineering story, learn all about that because it's great. But so, but yeah. someone actually, I think one of these blogs in the US asked Bob Iger the question, um, Bob Chapek, sorry, the question when Galaxy's Edge was open, and he was like, um, if we didn't do this would be failing because if our competitors have the IP this is what exactly they'd be doing so this is what we should be doing so that was their answer but yeah I, I mean, think it's kind of fair maybe but you look at the, the original blueprint of Disneyland is a really cool mix of it yeah mm-hmm. but the thing is the thing is Walt did not really have that much IP when he opened yes he, he did kind of, so he no, well, he, really really. Didn't. he, he really didn't. That's he kind of needed to like make Fantasy it up Land because yeah. because so, otherwise, you know, he didn't really have like that much to no, do. No, but things like Big Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain didn't open at the park opening. Pirates of the Caribbean didn't. Haunted Mansion didn't open with the park. Like, right, but I mean, yeah, now Robbie Disney has such a wide space mountain. Like, what IP did Disney have in 1977 when? When they True. wanted to build a space mountain, like do you know what I mean? They exactly. Didn't. So it wasn't as wide as now. It, now they've bought every IP in the world, and they have Star Wars and Marvel and yeah. and more princess stories and more movies. And you know, why would they not use it, it? Because it's already like things that people know and love. Sure, yeah. but in '87, when they were planning Euro Disney, they had a lot of IP, and they kind of went down in Discoveryland. Yeah, they went down this European visionary route, and then they invented the whole Thunder Mesa thing. I know that's yeah. partially because in the in the case of Discoveryland, the convention actually forced them to do it, but it yeah. still was there. Right, mm-hmm. but I mean, I feel yeah, like by '92, a, a lot of a lot of uh, original attractions from the US by '92 had become sort of famous IP from guests who had been to the US, and so bringing it to yeah. Europe was was sort of like bringing in almost a Disney Parks IP to Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but then what happened? What happened was in 1992 they lost so much. They took such a big hit on Euro Disneyland. I feel like ever since they kind of would look when they opened like Hong Kong Disneyland, they kind of like yeah. they made exact same mistakes, and mm-hmm. and that turned out to be a massive disaster as well. And I feel like it's only yeah. there with with Shanghai Disneyland they're kind of starting to realize that they kind of need to start like they can't make a third Disneyland Paris. Do you know what I mean? They have to kind of. To be yeah. a bit more creative about things. I don't know. I feel like the IP. I I I enjoy going to Disney parks and seeing things that I've seen on the TV or in movies mm-hmm. or whatever. I enjoy that. I enjoy it, but I enjoy it when it's well done. And I feel like that's yeah. a, that's an issue. That's a whole mm-hmm. different debate. But like, if it's well done, yeah. it's fantastic. And if it's not, then mm-hmm. it just feels really cheap. And it just like it just feels like marketing is getting its box ticked. Yeah. Six opening at some point in the future. When Bob Chapek like took over as Disney Parks um, president, the only attractions that he greenlit were Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway and um, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, and now Avengers Campus. So, like, they're all sort apart from even Avengers Campus is quite a quick sort of fix from because from from announcement to opening is quite small so galaxy's edge was announced years and years before it ended up opening so he definitely wants stuff that's more ip based but also quick to implement yeah because didn't he say that he didn't think any other disney park would merit 
the amount of immersion in, in Galaxy's Edge when they opened mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge. He said that no other park would really be deserving of the amount of time and effort that they put into doing it in the states. So that kind of said a lot to me about his vision of okay, he's he's down for it, but it has to be cheap, cheap, easy, and quick, and he won't yeah. be doing the Galaxy's Edge. Again, regardless of what the people, because I remember even when he made that quote, it was just before it was on launch, so we didn't really know that it was kind of not yeah. going to go the way they wanted to. So, like, mm-hmm. even then, it's, his um, opinion was quite negative. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, the same interview that that amazing picture of him is from. Yes. yes. <laughs> Best but remember, Galaxy's Edge is a Tom Staggs product, and everything Bob yes. JPEG could remove, he did. So. Snap. Yeah. Um, all right, last question. Literally. Because, um, we're gonna run. We're gonna run out of time. That's okay. We have fifty-five minutes left on the counter. Um, it's a question. It's a really quick one. It's a question from Niels at Capturing Disney Parks. Hi, Niels, fellow insider. Um, he says, "What is what is the first ride that you guys will choose to do uh, when you get back to the parks?" Which park? Well, Paris. Ooh. It's like a small world. Big Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain. Small world, <laughs> Patrick, of course. What about you, Jeff? I'm wearing my small world t shirt. Yay, I love it. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question again? I was just looking at Wikipedia and looking at why they deleted that picture of oh. um, Bob Chipek. <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking about which, what is the first attraction you're going to do when you get back to Disneyland Paris? Um. I'll probably go straight to Pirates because I just love that queue. I think it's great. I miss the old soundtrack in the queue, though. Uh, the queue's the same. It's just the outside. I hate that they changed that. Mm-hmm. The movie soundtrack. Uh, it's stupid. Yeah. Random. Talking about random IP. All right. Well, we're yeah, going to take another break. Horrible. And when we come back, we're gonna, we, we'll just have one short segment because it's on the schedule, so we have to do it, right? Uh, we're gonna what talk about what we're gonna talk about what we are watching on Disney Plus, so we can just share oh, our uh, favorite um, things that we watch on Disney Plus. And uh, the next song is David's choice. David, tell us about your choice. Uh, happily ever after, because everyone needs a wee cry. And everyone needs what? Oh, a wee cry. <laughs> we cry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back. We'll be back in just four minutes. See you in a bit. The story 
I never heard like the. Is that like a weird ending of that song? I never heard that weird last note. Anyway. Oh, what? Is it the is it the pop version or the actual version? I don't know what I did. <laughs> I don't know. David sent it to me. So one from um, YouTube to pop one, I think. All right. So last segment. What are you guys watching? High School Musical, the musical, the series. Have you not finished this? Is there new episodes coming oh, out every week? Or oh, I I'm, thought... I'm, I've seen this show five times already. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright. Yes. I've heard, so I have not watched it, but I've heard about the Be Your Chef show. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Is that like a total new release it's as well? Really like a global new release? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think that was yeah. on the US when we had it. No, what is the, what is the concept? Is it not just like a cooking it's show? Like, There's something it's about Master the bacon. Chef. It's basically MasterChef for kids hosted in Disney World. But there's like power-ups and stuff. So there was one power-up where like, you get to knock out the other team for three minutes. So they do it. And it's like, oh no, now my bacon's going to get burnt because I can't take it out the oven. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it is like savage. That's funny. There's like like many games. There's like many games where you win power ups and then you can decide what you want to do. It's like legit cultural. I think my favorite was like when they were interviewing the little girl about like taking away the three minutes, and I was like, "Well, it's a competition. You just got to do what it takes to win." (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love a competitive little girl. Like her, her uh, like, opponents won, and then she was like, "Oh, the next time I'm going to be like be be like Cinderella. I'm going to be kind." Because she was like, "Even though they screwed the other team over, they still lost." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to add it's that to really my list. Weird, but bonkers. <laughs> and uh, Jeff, you mentioned there's a new. Um, is it One Day at Disney? Is that what it's called? 
Um, yes, with the flying Disney Disney's really good. Um, it's looking at a R&D Imagineer who has been working on the robot flying Spider-Man animatronic. And there is a lot of footage that Disney Parks fans will really enjoy. I have to watch that. Um, are we getting the flying robots in Paris, you think? No. Uh, probably can't. <laughs> I, mean, no I, I, I bet they will. No, let's face it, they can't handle the, the little drone flying in the Avengers show. So I don't know. They can't handle, uh, they can't handle can a swinging ever... pirate. Yeah, I'm afraid it'd end up like splattered on Tower Terror yeah, or something. They can't work a pendulum. Like... <laughs> oh, you know that? Like when people, have... thought, people thought we were going to get Rise. Like, you're kidding me. Like, imagine you know the state that thing it'd be in. You know that gif of Homer Simpson and he's like, oh yeah, you're caught, you're caught, you're caught, oh, you're caught too. Oh, it was really hard, but also you're caught as well. I feel like that's basically just Bob Chega back now after this whole like <laughs> coronavirus thing. He's like, the following oh, things are caught and then he like lists loads of things and then he's like, oh, and uh, yeah, by the way, Spider-Man robot, you're also caught. So Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at this point it would be faster to just list the things that are staying. Fantasyland yeah. is staying. Frontierland is staying. <laughs> Everything else is out. <laughs> Main Street no, restaurants, no. you're caught. Um. <laughs> what restaurants? I mean, there's like there's like a hot dog and a muffin. Um, <laughs> what else? What is left? There's a waffle, a hot dog, and a muffin. That's all there is. Yay! Um, yay! What if the parks reopen and Waltz is open, and we all like, oh. No. Yeah. Okay. That would be nice. But, um, yeah. Are you guys watching the movies? Giving away all their fresh food, so they won't have that to serve in it. So it's fine. Except so the castle is going <laughs> to get cut. Well, the castle is already like. I mean, are we getting the castle refurb now? This thing is going to rot no. for ten years. No. I don't know. I don't know. I think the it'd be a nice surprise. Really, it's quite uh, um, minimal now. But I mean, Disney parks in general have been sort of downplaying anniversaries a bit. I feel in mm. recent well, years. That's because they're all, like they're all building high. to the 50th of Walt Disney World, aren't they? That's going to be the biggest company marketing push ever. Like, key word, gonna... marketing push. <laughs> Literally. I know. And, like, well, that's, so that's, basically. It's um, quite a lot of big things, really significant things, actually, for the company on the way. Uh, mm. We have in three years' time the 100th anniversary of the entire company. That's coming mm. up. Yeah. Uh, Remarks by a pin. Um, <laughs> No, I think they're just pretty special. They will go huge for the 100. And in eight years' time, that's a fair way off, but that's the 100th anniversary of Mickey Mouse. I hope they don't get that as shambolic as Mickey 90. (laughs) Well, as Paris. I liked Mickey 90. But DLP had it on time. Yeah. yeah Disney World is still doing it. It's fine going, oh, they got it on time. Yeah, but what did they give us? (laughs) Disney World and Disneyland had fully yeah. fleshed out seasons with entertainment, snacks, decorations, so much yep. stuff. And like, Paris, yeah, Paris got it on time, but what did we get? Uh, we oh, had the oh, golf Paris. balls. Oh, cool. The golf balls. We also had the golf <laughs> yeah. balls cupcakes. Oh, yeah, they were. Like, cool, we got it on time, but at what cost? Like, you also the had best. some really other, some other cool stuff. So obviously, Walt Disney World 50th is next year. Um, mm-hmm. 10 years from now is Disneyland 75th. Yes, I feel like, like I feel like Disney World fifty is gonna cannibalize GLP thirty like big time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 
like all yeah. of the UK marketing, like Disney UK aren't going to give any marketing to DLP30 whatsoever. It's all going to go into Walt Disney World 50, 100%. I mean, I'll be going to both. I mean, who are we kidding? Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it also but depends like when for... they start Disney World 50, whether they start it on the first of the year or whether they start it in the summer, whether they start it in October. I think they're they... going to drag that thing out as long as they can. I reckon they'll start it on the first, like in January 2021. But I feel like, I I feel like anniversaries think these days... have been the case until coronavirus came along. Yeah, not anymore, I don't think. <laughs> I feel like these days, anniversaries are just like an occasion to launch things that they were going to launch anyway. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. even in Paris, like we, we were due for a new parade, but they just hold it until that day and pretend it, you know, and we're just due for all those things. And in the US, it's kind of the same. Like, you know, in the US, they do stuff more as and when they feel like it. Like, Festival of Fancy launched casually, Magic Happens launched casually. Like, but I feel like, I feel like, you know, the whole like Tron, Guardians. I mean, Ratatouille is a bit earlier, though, now we don't know. Um, but the US does still contain it in the marketing, I bet. It's but all going to go relatively into... big. Yeah, yeah Disney like, 60 did loads of stuff. Yeah, paint the night. I miss miss Disneyland forever and paint the night. My God, in the same Mm -hmm. night you could see both. It was just like wow. And then they just everything awesome. Oh, of course. Yeah, that turns uh, fifty soon. Oh, you know, um, yesterday, yesterday I was talking with Patrick privately, uh, and uh, we're yeah, we were just discussing. Would you? would you forego fire, nightly fireworks in exchange for just projection shows several times a night and a nighttime parade? Yes. Because uh, the cost yeah, of Disney, like the cost of Disney illumination, magic type thing. Yeah, the cost of but Disney illumination is the fireworks between the number of cast members that are paid more than regular cast members to make the fireworks plus the. But I don't. Actual I don't think the. I don't think it even costs that much. I think the main cost for a fireworks show is the guest flow to keep the park open that late. I think that's the no. main cost. Right, no. but see, if you have if you have a nighttime parade, you could run it like just at dusk and it would still be beautiful. And mm-hmm. the problem is with Disney Illumination is that when you reach spring and fall, you have those nights when you have to keep the park open mm-hmm. until like 10 p.m. in super low season because that's the earliest day you can perform Illumination. But I feel like if you have a nighttime parade, you could run it at 8.30, it'd be dark enough. I'd be like, mm-hmm. you know, Darkish. Well, I don't know because you've got in uh, sort of mid June. You're looking mm. at about 11 p.m. It gets dark. They run also, I mean, I mean, like, now. It's still semi light. Magic it sounds happens. like the, the second show the... of Magic Happens happens at like sunsetish in Disneyland, and like, that looks awesome. Like, but it won't anymore. But I feel like that's what they're going for with the parades because apparently, or new Christmas parades, whatever happens now, if they just stop everything, mm. <laughs> um, yeah. is going to be daytime and nighttime, but the floats are going to be floats that you can view in daytime. It's not going to be like, you know, I mean, if you see the electrical, the menstrual electrical parade during the day, I think you would be really horrified. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. It's just yeah, a bunch of like the, shapes. Um, was it? Oh, when did they run that? For? They ran that during the day for something, didn't they? The solar eclipse. That's yeah. it. Yeah. In Paris. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, amazing. But uh, so I feel like, for example, the the Christmas uh, floats are going to be day and night. So there's enough lights that are hidden in there, so it's beautiful at night, but it's also beautiful during the day. So maybe mm-hmm. we could have something like that. But I feel like we can have that and a nighttime spectacular and fireworks. 
I think we can. Especially in the winter. Mm. I would say especially in because the summer, I... because the summer is when the parks are packed and they need to... Yeah, more sort of summer. Yeah. yeah, but if they were to run that in the winter, like you you could keep the, close the park at seven and still run all of that stuff, and the cost wouldn't be that great. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. The that cost of elimination is the fireworks. I think it is. Then. Well, an ammunition costs about 50k to run, and a lot of it is Her paying night. the cast members. No yes. Yeah. Yes. No way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if illuminations cost 50k, and half ever after must cost 250k. Um, Not really, well, because it's kind, of, it's kind of the same tech. Just because the story is better doesn't make them any better. <laughs> well, no, because uh, the amount of pyrotechnics in Happy Ever After is ten times it's actually, real fireworks. No, it is so yeah. nuts, actually. Okay, they're real fireworks, but I mean, I think the cost is to have all this, all the cast, like going around. They start around lunchtime, like putting the new fireworks, mm-hmm. cleaning up after they have to climb on the on Castle Hill. And there are people who are like certified, you know, to wear the gear and to handle pyro and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what's Take expensive. Pair, if you just marshal. yeah, yeah, and the, fire, money the fire department has to go to the back of Fantasyland, and the roofs have to be like wet and whatever. I don't know. There's all those things you have to do to yeah. the fireworks. And I feel like if you to just do a projection show, that, that costs eighteen point two five million euros a year. If it costs yeah. eighteen thousand a night. That's how much Illuminations is cost in the park. 18.25 million. So before the park even opens, it has to have 18 and a half million euro just to like break even on a day, on a, on a year. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's insane. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Considering when you when you see the results, is it really... like you? That's what I said to Ben yesterday. I doubt like, you, you couldn't have a nighttime build and run a nighttime parade on 18.25 million. Not at all. But what you could do is you could maybe spend that money a bit better and just instead of having a kind of a subpar that I'd like, I would take a subpar nighttime parade over a subpar castle show, if that makes where sense. Did that, where did 18.25 18, 18. million come from, though? Well, 365 multiplied by 50. Okay. But where did the first number come from? Well, that's what Ben was the man. Because <laughs> for me, no, I don't know. I think I was told that at some point. I've got um, more, like, more, than, more like 10 to 15 per night than 50. No. No. Yeah. For the no, fireworks talk- cost. Like, the cost of the fireworks. Yeah, but right, but I mean, you have to factor the human cost of all the pyro technicians. Yeah, there's no way they cost thousands per day. I think they do, with the fire department and everything. That's how much that costs. The collective... The collective people of having all those people there and uh, yeah, all the nice. equipment and stuff like that that you need. Um, I think people. If anyone knows, message us. <laughs> things like that. And then you have but to I mean, also factor in any repairs you need to do to the castle. So if you burn them, or not, because they just don't do them. No, but the castle has, has caught castle, fire several that's times. A, that's a cost that should be centered on illuminations because that damage yeah. would not have happened without that show. But then they just don't yeah. do the. And then you car. also have to factor in, you have to factor in the fact that Walt Disney Imagineering, you're buying that show from them, so you're obviously paying them fees Very to true. make and like you know, so that eighteen point five two five million, I think, is quite generous because like when there's all these other factors that you're not factoring in, is like it's probably a lot more. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna sorry, just jumping in. I did Google this. Uh, Someone did a firework cruise at Disney World and they were told, this is my cast member, so, you know, uh, 
they, they were told 40k for happily ever after exactly so there's no way that illuminations is 50,000 per night but it might I don't know. I think it's. I think it's not the size. I think it's not the size of uh, the fireworks that matters. It has so to be. Those it's the organization around it. It's the organization. But you're not. Yeah, you're not I think it's about the same. How cheap? How much more expensive it is to run that show in Europe than it is in the US? Yeah, Seb yeah, is saying. Seb is saying you in France. It costs more. <laughs> <laughs> I think with Happily Ever After, Happily Ever After just runs while the park is operational as well, so they don't close up all the fantasy land and stuff like that. Um, I think there's a lot less logistics in place with running Happily Ever After. Because um, the fireworks of... are launched from behind the park, whereas it's yeah. definitely uh, yeah. launched uh, in the park. Yeah, that's true. In the park. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That so must I think be much more complicated. Wise, there's probably but a lot you more probably have to pay involved. people to monitor that site behind the park and everything in Magic Kingdom, like... Yeah, but I think there's a lot more logistics with the way how they launch. Because they're launching fireworks from guest areas, I think you have to have a lot more, I don't know, different kinds of like implications rather than just a guy stood in a parking lot with like a digital firing system. I don't know. I can imagine there's a lot more very, manpower involved with Paris's. I'd be very interested in seeing all the actual numbers of operations. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. If, it, if anyone knows. Break. We don't get those anymore. <laughs> no, we don't get those because we're not a public company anymore. Um, Alright guys, I, <laughs> on, that, on that note, <laughs> let's hope that we still get... Disney Plus uh, section. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, it's, I think it's time to wrap up the show. It's been two and a half hours. Uh, but I mean, I think it's safe to say that we'll be back next Monday. I don't know, is anyone not going to be home next Monday? <laughs> Mm, I'll try uh, to be. Try to my yeah. out earlier this week. Yeah, please do. So you know, let's do another one for next uh, next Monday, uh, Patrick. If you will be you here are... for as long as the lockout lets us. I know it's the lockout show, <laughs> Patrick. If you are for making another quiz, that was really fun. You should make another one. Um, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, I, I just want to say uh, the the last live show that we did, I lost the file, and so I couldn't post it on the podcast feed uh, for some reason. I know I cleaned my folder, and it just somehow got deleted with everything, all the movies I had downloaded. Uh, and uh, but uh, no, I w- <laughs> that's just true. Toy Story you, season, like Toy Story season, Toy Story season. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying Toy Story season. Uh, <laughs> so the recording of this show is just going to end really abruptly. Uh, on the uh, no. <laughs> I'm just going to click stop. Uh, but yeah. no, um, so I'll put I'll put this one on the feed like tonight or tomorrow morning, uh, and I promise I will not lose the file this time. Uh, all right, thank you guys for being here. All five, six. How many of us is there? Five, six. Many of us. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back next week. Uh, Richie, you have we have the you have the last song. What is it? I haven't even listened to it. It's something about your Disneyland vacation. What? Oh, it's um supercalifragilist. No, supercalifragilist. Disneyland vacation, and it is from oh. the uh, it's from the first ever Euro Disneyland album, um, Feel the Magic, and it All is right. absolutely utterly ridiculous. But it's a fantastic song. And uh, it's a little bit of fun result. It sounds like our show. Utterly ridiculous, but fantastic. Uh, 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. And uh, we will see you next week. In the meantime, stay safe, stay inside, and uh, stay positive, and uh, continue to make uh, fun TikToks. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Disneyland vacation. There's always so much going on. It's quite a celebration. Come along and join the fun. Each day's a new sensation. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.com. If golf's a game you love to play, you'll be so glad you came. The late team holds the fun and fun to play the day away. Give a swing and holler for what you're under for. But if you're not the hottest shot, you're still a Disney star. Oh, Somewhere we can imagine
a nice night. Bye-bye, guys. Nights of fear.